Where can you find everything you want to buy? Amazon. What about two-day shipping no matter where I live? Amazon. What about groceries? Yes, Amazon has it. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Fucking love it. darkest, most secure, hadron collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. Alright buddy. Yes, let's do this. You ready? Yep. Alright, we're going we're gonna to hit Trump's speech, the end of it, live. What the fuck is that? And then uh, it should transition right into the... Uh, uh, the Congress thing, right? Yep, yep. Looks like Pelosi's talking. It'll never be allowed to happen again. But we're going forward. We'll take care of going forward. we got to take care of going back. Don't let them talk. Okay, well, we promise. I've had a lot of people. Sir, you're at 96% for four years. I said, I'm not interested right now. I'm interested in right there. With your help, we will finally pass powerful requirements for voter ID. You need an ID to cash awesome, a but... check. You need an ID to go to a bank. Sorry, to buy Mr. Alcohol, President, please shut up so we can hear what this shit's going on. You need to show an ID in order to cast your most important thing, a vote. We yeah, will I'm also curious. require proof of American citizenship in order He's to rounding vote it out right now. in American elections. We just had a good victory in court on that one, actually. We will ban ballot harvesting and prohibit the use of unsecured. Drop boxes to commit rampant fraud. These drop boxes are fraudulent. Therefore, they get disip- they disappear, and then all of a sudden they show up. It's fraudulent. We will stop the practice of universal unsolicited mail-in balloting. We will clean up the voter rolls that ensure that every single person who casts a vote is a citizen of our country, a resident of the state in which they vote, and their vote is cast in a lawful and honest manner. We will restore the vital civic tradition of in-person voting on Election Day so that voters can be fully informed when they make their choice. Um, we will finally hold big tech accountable. Look at Pence's and if tie. these people had courage and guts, Blue? they yeah. would get rid of Section 230, that something that no other company, no well, other person in America... What are you, what are you alluding to? Shouldn't he be wearing a red fucking tie? No. I mean, all of these tech monopolies are going not necessarily. To Trump's worn blue ties in the past. Has he? Not for something like this. Has he? And it has to I mean, be stopped. And the Republicans have to get a lot tougher, and so should the Democrats. They should be regulated, investigated, and brought to justice under the fullest extent of the law. They're totally breaking the law. 
Together, we will drain the Washington swamp and we will clean up the corruption in our nation's capital. We have done a big job on it, but you think it's easy? It's a dirty business. It's a dirty business. You have a lot of bad people out there. Despite everything we've been through, looking out all over this country no, and seeing fantastic crowds, Hopefully although this, I think, is our all-time we'll see. record. I mean, we'll see. I think you have 250,000 people. 250,000 looking out at all the amazing patriots mm-hmm. here today. I have never been more confident in our nation's future. Well, I have right. to say, we have to be a little bit careful. That's a nice statement, but we have to be a little careful with that. Peace statement. out, dude. If we allow this group no, of people <laughs> to illegally take over our country, because it's illegal when the votes... A little long-winded this morning. <laughs> ...when the way they got there is illegal. So what's going on with the feed to the Congress? They just cut that shit off. Pence put his mask on. Yeah, why did he put his mask back on? We have no idea what just happened. And we are headed, I'm gonna try and look headed it up. in the right direction. You well, know, Trump the wall talks. is built. We're doing record numbers at the wall. Now they want to take down the wall. Let's let everyone flow in. Let's let everybody flow in. We did a great job in the wall. Remember the wall? They said it could never be done. One of the largest infrastructure projects we've ever had in this country. And it's had a tremendous impact. And we got rid of catch and release. We got rid of all of the stuff that we had to live with. But now the caravans, they think Biden's getting in. The caravans are forming again. They want to come in again and rip off our country. Can't let it happen. As this enormous crowd shows, we have truth and justice on our side. We have a deep and enduring love for America in our hearts. We love our country. We have overwhelming pride in this great country. And We have it deep in our souls. Together, we are determined to defend and preserve government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Our brightest days are before us. Our greatest achievements still wait. I think one of our great achievements will be election security, because nobody until I came along had any idea how corrupt our elections were. And again, most people would stand there at 9 o'clock in the evening and say, I want to thank you very much. And they go off to some other life. But I said, something's wrong here. Something's really wrong. Can't have happened. And we fight. We fight like hell. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Our exciting adventures and boldest endeavors have not yet begun. My fellow Americans, for our movement, for our children, and for our beloved country. And I say this, despite all that's happened, the best is yet to come. So we're going to, we're going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue. And we're going to the Capitol, and we're going to try and give the Democrats are hopeless. They're never voting for anything. What the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> Not even one vote. But we're going we to try wait for and Trump give to finish our talking before they're going to transition the over to what's happening in Congress. Because the don't need any of our help. We're tr- going to try and give them the kind of pride and boldness that they need to take back our country. So let's walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I want to thank you all. God bless you. And God bless America. Thank you all for being here. This is incredible. Thank you very much. 
All right, transition. I'm trying, Dave. It's, not you. I'm talking to. It's not doing it. I know. I don't need to see him clap and walk back and forth. See, I have a feeling they're doing this for a reason. They don't want you to know what's happening inside Congress. Of course, it could just be. There's a lot of like. Have you ever watched one of these con- congressional things? It's all a bunch of stupid shit that happens for like the first forty minutes, anyways. He's dancing. <laughs> I'm going to see if there's another fucking YouTube stream with just the con- congressional shit. Here we go. Maybe we'll try this one. Yeah. We don't need ads. It's a good movie. Okay. And authentic. And it appears therefrom that Joseph R. Biden Jr. of the state of Delaware received 11 votes for president, and Kamala D. Harris of the state of California received 11 votes for vice president. Are there any objections to counting the certificate of vote of the state of Arizona that the teller has verified appears to be regular in form and authentic? Mr. Vice President, I, Paul Gosar from Arizona. For what Sports, purpose does the gentleman from Arizona rise? I rise up for myself and 60 of my colleagues to object to the uh, counting of the electoral ballots from Arizona. Well, there's one. Uh, is the objection in writing and signed by a senator? Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> you hear them groan? Some groan, some clap. <laughs> He looked nervous as shit, didn't he? Some some rising. Oh, it's like uh, it's like when we do the thing. Oh, everybody else is doing it. I'll do it. Everybody's got to stand up and clap. Order, there's there's going to be a lot of this, Dave. It's all a formality, this part here. An objection presented in writing and signed by both a representative and a senator complies with the law. Chapter 1 of Title 3 of the United States Code. The clerk will report the objection. That doesn't mean shit. (laughs) Objection to counting the electoral votes of the state of Arizona. We, a member of the House of Representatives and a United States Senator, object to the counting of the electoral votes of the state of Arizona on the ground that they were not under all of the known circumstances, regularly given. Are there further objections to the certificates from the state of Arizona? The chair hears none. The two houses will withdraw from joint session. Each house will deliberate separately on the pending objection and report its decision back to the joint session. The Senate will now retire to its chamber. Oh, we got here just in time for the first one. <laughs> so, <laughs> is this what's going to happen? So now, two hours goes by while they fucking debate. Then they come back and do the next state? <laughs> this, yeah. this podcast could literally take <laughs> days. I, I hope you don't have to go to work for I a few was days. Say, I might call into work now. <laughs> So, so can you read? The, that's it. That's the fucking video. That's yeah. it. Can you read the uh, the letter he wrote? 
Let's Does that, dude, I mean, I'm trying to find if there's like at least analysis somewhere. I'm almost thinking we go to InfoWars for the analysis of, yeah. as it's happening because here we go. Senate is in joint session of Congress to count electoral votes for president. But see, there's nothing happening. No. I don't hear any audio. I do like at the bottom of these videos, it's got the electoral college has confirmed Joe Biden as president-elect. We know. But see, there's no... Did I mute it? No. No. So hey. it, it's it's showing... But see, I don't know what happens now, because it's never happened in the, as far, since I've been alive. All right, here we go. Back to the audio. Or is it this one? So everybody was in there, and now they're all leaving. So we've gotten through Arizona, <laughs> and I think that's like the third state on the thing. So the first two states must have went through. Alaska and Alabama. So Alaska, I think both for Trump. Yeah, I think so. And then, oh, this is fucking annoying, just room audio. They're not in a hurry to fucking go to their rooms, apparently. Well, because this is, dude, I'm t- telling you, it's all fucking formality at this point. I'm going to keep refreshing. So, so this is, we get all our information from Twitter, I guess. I Arizona officially objects. The House erupts in applause. Mike Pence, with a cocky attitude, tries to dismiss by asking if the objection is in writing and signed a senator. I, I disagree with that analysis. I think he's going through what you have to say. Yeah, It has to be in writing and with a signed by a senator. Yes and yes. Uh, Electoral College. We've got our first objection in the state of Arizona. The House and Senate members have withdrawn to debate over Arizona State of Electors. So now... The House and Senate members will debate Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so this literally will be like, I don't know how we do this as a podcast, to be honest with you. We're just going to go back and forth. But I, I, I want to read that, or at least I want to see what This that, here? Yeah, because I couldn't read it. Yeah, well, I was trying to skim it real fast. What it is is, so I'll just read this tweet, and then we'll read the thing, and I'll just keep this low in the background. Okay. In case somebody starts yakking. I feel like we're on African American Airlines right now. <laughs> it kind of has that <laughs> that, but it's the it's the room of yeah. Congress. Well, we'll that's keep, a way better video picture there. Way this is what it, what it, yeah it was. I don't know what's going on. I think some sometimes these we'll close that one. Um, I see. I wish I knew who all these people were. I just I know, saw these right? people like doing stuff and. You know, talking to people, hanging out, got their hands in their pockets, sitting in a wheelchair. Like, who are these? I know who that bitch is. That's Pelosi up there. The bitch down there fucking... is the, st- the stenographer lady. <laughs> I know that because I can see your stenographer in front of her. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> just she's just chilling. Yeah. She's like, when when do I go get to have lunch? I get a break now. That guy's Jewish because of his little thing on his head. His little yamaka. That's not a yamaka. What is it? What's a yamaka? Is it a yarmulke? What's yeah. the thing on the it's back? It's a fucking yarmulke. Is it? Yakima. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from Robert Burns. Not a surprise that Pence hides like Scotus did. It comes from the same mindset. By the way, Pence mistakes the history as John Adams and Thomas Jefferson both used their power as the president of the Senate to determine contested elections. I like horse. Is that what it said? Yeah. All right. This is what it said. This is this is a letter from Pence. Uh, January 6, 2021. Dear colleague, today, for the 59th time in our nation's history, Congress will convene in joint session to count the electoral votes for President of the United States. Under our Constitution, it will be my duty as Vice President and as President of the Senate to serve as the presiding officer. 
after an election with significant allegations of voting irregularities and numerous instances of officials setting aside state election law, I share the concerns of millions of Americans about the integrity of this election. The American people choose the American president and have every right under the law to demand free and fair elections and a full investigation of electoral misconduct. As presiding officer, I will do my duty to ensure that these concerns receive a fair and open hearing as the Congress of the United States, or in the Congress of the United States. Objections will be heard, evidence will be presented, and the elected representatives of the American people will make their decision. Our founders created the Electoral College in 1787, and it first convened in 1789. With the advent of political parties, the Electoral College was amended in 1804 to provide that elections vote separately for president and vice president. Electors. What I say? Elections. Well, I like elections better than electors. That's fine. Following a contentious elector <laughs> election in 1876. The chair will remind members. Oh, hang on to the decorum requirements of the chamber as laid out in the speaker's announced policies of January 4th, 2021, in accordance with the guidance and advice of the attending physician. Members advised to remain in the chamber only if they are participating in debate and must wear a mask at all times, even when under recognition for debate. Members must also practice proper social distancing when present in the chamber. Let the record show uh, that there is a gross violation of this guidance from the attendance. I roll my eyes. While this bitch is droning on about the interest of your own health of the Republican side. And as an example to the American people, abide by the numbers now up to 25 on each side of the aisle to participate in this stage of the development, okay? Pursuant to Senate Concurrent Resolution 1. Pursuant to Senate Concurrent Resolution 1 and Section 17 of Title III of the U.S. uh, United States Code, when the two houses withdraw from the joint session to count the electoral vote for separate consideration of an objection, a representative may speak to the objection for five minutes and not more than once. Debate shall not exceed two hours, after which the chair will put in the question, shall the objection be agreed to? The clerk will report the objection made in the joint session. Objection to counting the electoral votes of the state of Arizona. We, a member of the House of Representatives and a United States Senator, object to the counting of the electoral votes of the state of Arizona on the ground that they were, that they were not under all of the known circumstances regularly given. Signed, Paul Gosar, Representative, State of Arizona. Ted Cruz, Senator, State of Texas. <laughs> the chair will endeavor to alternate recognition between members seeking support of the objection and members seeking opposition to the objection, the chair represents, uh, recognizes the gentleman from Louisiana, Mr. Scalise, for five minutes. Oh, so we get to hear Thank the, you, Madam Speaker. Debates. I Go rise ahead. today to object to a number of states that did not follow the constitutional requirement for selecting electors. Madam Speaker, this is something that is clear that our founding fathers debated about as a fundamental decision of how we choose our president. 
There was a lot of back and forth. If anyone reads the founding documents of our country about the different versions they went through to ultimately come up with a process where each state has elections, each state has a process for selecting their electors and sending them to Washington. And, Madam Speaker, in a number of those states, that constitutional process was not followed. And that's why we're here to object. If you look at what the requirement says, nowhere in Article 2, Section 1 does it give the Secretary of State of a state that ability. Nowhere does it give the governor that ability. Nowhere does it give a court that ability. It exclusively gives that ability to the legislatures. And in fact, in most states, that's the process that was followed. But for those states that this wasn't followed, unfortunately, this is not new. We've seen over and over again more states where the Democrat Party has gone in and selectively gone around this process. That has to end, Madam Speaker. We have to follow the constitutional process. Now, there might be reasons why some people don't like the process laid out by a legislative body. Madam Speaker, I served on one of those legislative bodies when I was in the state legislature for 12 years. I served on the House and Governmental Affairs Committee where we wrote the laws for our state's elections. And I can tell you, when we had to make changes, those were extensively negotiated. We would have people on both sides come, Republicans and Democrats, Madam Speaker, would get together to work through those changes, any minute change, to how a precinct would function, to how a change would be made in the time of an election, signature requirements, all the many things that involve a clerk carrying out the duties in each parish, in our case. You would see people come and give testimony. Madam Speaker, both sides could come. Clerks of court were there in the hearing rooms. It was an open process, by the way. Not behind closed doors in a smoke-filled room where somebody might want to bully a Secretary of State to get a different version that might benefit them or their party or their candidate. That's not what our founding fathers said is the process. Maybe it's how some people wanted to carry it out, but they laid out that process. And so when we would have to make those changes, they were in public view. They were heavily debated. And then ultimately, those laws were changed in advance of the election so everybody knew what the rules were. People on both sides knew how to play the rules before the game started, not getting somewhere in the process and saying, well, you don't think it's going to benefit you, so you try to go around the Constitution. That's not how our system works. It's gotten out of hand. And so President Trump has called this out. And President Trump has stood up to it. So many of us have stood up to it. And in fact, over a 100 of my colleagues, Madam Speaker, asked the Supreme Court to address this problem just a few weeks ago. And unfortunately, the court chose to punt. They didn't answer it one way or the other. They didn't want to get in the middle of this discussion. We don't have that luxury today. We have to discuss this. We have to fix this. In fact, on our first full day of this Congress, many of us brought legislation onto the House floor to start fixing the problems with our elections, to restore integrity to the election process, which has been lost by so many millions of Americans. And we had a vote. 
Every single Republican voted to reform the process. Every single Democrat voted against it. They don't want to fix this problem. But the Constitution is our guide. And it's time we start following the Constitution. It's time we get back to what our founding fathers said is the process for selecting electors. That's the legislatures. In public view, not He's behind here. closed doors, not smoke-filled rooms, not bullying somebody that might give you a better ruling. Let's get back to rule of law and follow the Constitution, Madam Speaker. And I yield back the balance of my time. Gentlemen's time has expired. <laughs> Where's Pence's bitch ass? Does the gentlewoman not there? Why are we standing and clapping? Because of what he had to say. It's over now. I thought it was Jamie. For what purpose does the gentlewoman from California seek recognition? To strike the last word. Without objection, the gentlewoman is recognized for Madam five Speaker, minutes. Madam Speaker, this day marks a crossroads for American democracy. Those who object to the counting of the Electoral College votes, which reflect the votes of the American people, wants to want to substitute their preferences for the voters' choice. That's not what our Constitution requires, and it's at odds with the American Fuck Democratic off, Republic. Cunt. If Congress selects the next president instead of American voters, we'll have no need for an Electoral College. In fact, we'd have no need for presidential elections at all. We'd be moving from a government elected by the people to a government selected by those already governing. That's not America. In the United States, we abide by the choices of the people, not an elite few. The framers of our Constitution considered whether to have Congress select the president and specifically rejected it. Instead, they wrote Article II and the 12th Amendment. <clears throat> Article II creates the Electoral College, where each state appoints electors. Laws of all 50 states in D.C. require electors to vote for the winner of the state's popular election. Each state provides for the orderly conduct of elections, including lawful challenges, recounts, and the like. The 12th Amendment is what brings us to today. It says the electors meet in their states. That happened December 14th. The amendment says the electors shall cast their votes, sign and certify them, transmit them to a seal. That's been done. The sealed envelopes containing the signed certified ballots from each state's electors reflecting the votes of the people were in those mahogany boxes. The 12th Amendment directs the president, as the uh, vice president, as the president of the Senate, to do only this. Open the sealed envelopes, and then the vote shall be counted. Simple. It doesn't say counted in a manner that some members of Congress or the vice president might prefer. No. The votes are simply to be counted as certified and transmitted by the states. During Reconstruction after the Civil War, more than one slate of electors were appointed by states. Dueling lists were sent and protracted processes were undertaken in presidential elections. And as a result, to make an orderly process, Congress enacted the Electoral Count Act of 1887. This law governs our proceedings today. The act provides dispute resolution mechanisms. Under the ECA, if a governor certifies a slate of electors and there are no competing slates from that state, the governor's certified slate must be counted. Today, every single slate of electors, won by Joe Biden or won by Donald Trump, got their governor's certification. Not a single state submitted a competing slate. There's no dispute to resolve. The 2020 election was the most secure election conducted in modern That's history. That's a lie. Eat a dick. were resolved by lawful recounts and audits. The result, 
Vice President Biden won the 2020 election. More than 60 lawsuits were filed <clears throat> contesting elements of the election process. None of these lawsuits prevailed. Why? As even President Trump's own judicial appointees ruled, there was no evidence of any wrongdoing that would change the outcome. The people spoke. It was not a close election. The margin of victory for Biden in 2020 was larger than Trump's margin in 2016. In fact, the Biden victory is one of the most decisive in modern times, exceeding the margin enjoyed by Reagan when he defeated Carter in 1980. Congress has gathered in joint session to count electoral votes every four years since 1789. Can I interrupt I her, Dave, and read some statistics? Yeah, fuck this cunt. I'm going to turn her down. So if I was there, I would be like, all right, so for nearly 150 years, every president who has gained votes in a re-election campaign has also won re-election. Trump gained 11 million more votes than 2016, but Biden somehow overcame those odds. Trump won the highest share of minority voters for a GOP candidate since 1960. Trump grew his support among black voters by 50% over 2016. Biden's support among black voters fell below 90%, the level below which Democratic presidential candidates usually lose. Biden shattered the popular vote record while winning a record low of 17% of counties. Without objection, the gentleman is recognized for five minutes. Madam Speaker, Americans instinctively know there was something wrong with this election. <laughs> During the campaign, Vice President Biden would do an event and he'd get 50 people at the event. President Trump, at just one rally, gets 50,000 people. President Trump increases vote with African-Americans, increases vote with Hispanic Americans, won 19 of 20 bellwether counties, nice doing it for me. Ohio by eight, <laughs> Iowa by eight, and Florida by three. Got 11 million more votes than he did in 2016, <laughs> and House Republicans won 27 of 27 toss-up races. But somehow, it to him. <laughs> the guy who never left his house wins the election? <laughs> I like 80 this guy. million Americans, I'm 80 million him. of our fellow citizens. <laughs> you never heard Jim Jordan and before? Democrats no, have like he about this tears election. people And up. 60 million people. 60 million Americans think it was stolen. But Democrats say, no problem, no worries, everything's fine. We asked for an investigation. We asked Chairman Nadler, Chairwoman Maloney for an investigation. They said no. Wouldn't want to investigate something that half the electorate has doubts about. It's just the presidency of the United States. <laughs> what? what the fuck happened? Wow. Why? Okay. Why not one single investigation? Why not even one single hearing over the last nine weeks in the United States House of Representatives? Why? Because all the Democrats care about is making sure President Trump isn't president. For four and a half years, that's all they've cared about. July 31st, 2016, before he was elected the first time, Jim Comey's FBI takes out the insurance policy, <laughs> opens an investigation on the president based on nothing. May 17, 2017, Bob Mueller named special counsel. Two years, they investigate the Russia hoax, 19 lawyers, 40 agents, and $40 million of taxpayer money for nothing. December 18, 2019, Democrat House members vote to impeach President Trump based on an anonymous whistleblower with no firsthand knowledge who was biased against the president and who worked for Joe Biden. But none of that worked. As hard as they tried, none of that worked. They threw everything they had at him. 
So what they do next? They change the rules. They change the election law and they did it in an unconstitutional fashion. And that's what we're going to show over the next several hours of debate. The Constitution is clear, as, as uh, Whipsley just eh? said. State legislatures and only state legislatures set election law. This is one of the most important. The law says voter registration ends on October 5th. Wonder we don't talk much. We don't care what the law says. (laughs) They went to a court, got an Obama appointed judge to extend it 18 days. No debate, as Steve talked about. No debate, no discussion. He just did it. Pennsylvania, same thing. Pennsylvania law says mail in ballots have to be in by 8 p.m. Election Day. Democrat Supreme Court said, nope. We're going to extend it. Election day doesn't end on Tuesday now. They took it to Friday. Extended the election three days. Not the legislature. Partisan Supreme Court. Pennsylvania law says mail-in ballots require signature verification. Democrat Secretary of State said, nah. nope. <laughs> I'm going to decide by myself that it doesn't. For 2.6 million ballots. Pennsylvania law says mail-in ballots can't be processed until election day. Some counties said no. And you can imagine which counties they were. Democrat-run counties said no and allowed ballots to be cured and fixed before Election Day. They did an in-run around the Constitution in every state that Republicans will object to today. Every single one. It was a pattern. It was their template. They did it in Arizona. They did it in Georgia. They did it in Michigan. They did it in Pennsylvania. They did it in Nevada. They did it in Wisconsin. And yet some of our members, some members say, don't worry about it. We shouldn't do anything. Just let it go. It was just six states who violated the Constitution. What if it's 10 states the next time? What if it's 15 What if in 2024, 2028, it's 26 states? What if it's half the states do an end run around the Constitution clearly spells out? We, we are the final check and balance. The authority rests with us, the United States Congress, the body closest to the American people, right where the founders wanted it. We should do our duty. We should object to and and vote for this objection to the Arizona electors. Madam Chair, I yield back. Thank you. Damn, she slammed that shit down. She gets, she's getting pissed. Yeah, well, she needs a drink. That's what it is. Well, she wanted it raised higher. Did you hear her say that earlier? And Milton said they did raise it for her. Her desk? Yeah, the little podium thing. Yeah. Purpose, does the gentleman from California seek recognition? Madam Speaker, arise in opposition to the objection. Okay, faggot. I'm not listening the to you. The gentleman is recognized without objection, for five minutes. It's Adam Schiff. Madam Speaker, a little mm. more than two months ago, America I had sex with a child. Oh, mm. we're not going to listen to him, okay? No, I'm fine with that. I'm going to go back to uh, what I was reading, then we'll get back to the Pence letter. Where, was we, where were we at? Uh, you left off. Biden's support among yeah. black voters fell below 90%, the level below which Democrat presidential candidates usually lose. Biden shattered the popular vote record while winning a record low of 70% of counties. Obama won 873 counties in 2008. Well, Biden only won 524 counties in 2020, but somehow outdid Obama in total votes. Biden is set to become the first president in 60 years to lose Ohio and Florida on his way to election. Biden is set to become the second president in 168 years to lose Ohio, Florida, and Iowa. Trump won 18 of 19 bellwether counties, which have a near-perfect record over the last 40 years. Biden underperformed... 
Hillary Clinton across the country except for in a few cities. Milwaukee, Detroit, Atlanta, and Philadelphia. <laughs> Only those cities, too. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind. Republicans won across the country, but Biden somehow beat Trump. Republicans won 27 of 27 House toss-ups while keeping the Senate majority and winning more state House chambers. No incumbent who has received 75% of the primary vote has ever lost re-election. Trump won 94% of the primary vote, which is the fourth highest all-time behind Eisenhower, Nixon, Clinton, and Obama. In fact, Trump is only one of five incumbents since 1912 to receive more than 90% of the primary vote. Trump set a record for most primary votes received by an incumbent in history with more than 18 million votes. But yeah, he lost. Trump won the fucking election is what it is. There's no... uh, Biden has has somehow, based on those numbers, he has done something that has never been done, mm -hmm. and that's literally beat all odds. People literally crawled out of fucking caskets to vote for this guy. Yeah, they crossed the border to do it. I mean, it's nonsense. Let's let's listen to a little bit about this faggot saying. Seemed intent only on accomplishing a party triumph. And that's being nice. Without regard to the consequences to the country, that is human nature. That is, he said, unfortunately, party nature. Was he right? We stand in a house which was once the place of giants. Have we become so small? Does our oath to uphold the Constitution? taken just days ago, mean so very little. I think not. I believe, to quote our dear departed friend Elijah Cummings, that we are better than that. I think Elijah would be proud that the debate here today is not between Democrats and Republicans, and that some Republicans, including the Republican leader of the Senate, remain devoted to the principle that we are a nation of laws, not individuals, let alone a single individual. It may seem unfair to the new members who have only just taken the oath for the first time that they should be so soon tested with one of the most consequential votes they may cast no matter how long they serve. But it is so, and none of us can shrink from that responsibility. Nor can we console ourselves with the intoxicating fiction that we can break that oath without consequence, because doing so will not succeed in overturning the election. An oath is no less broken when the breaking fails to achieve its end. We must be mindful that any who seek to overturn an election will do injury to our Constitution, whatever the result. For just as the propagation of that dangerous myth about this election made this moment inevitable, our actions today will put another train in motion. This election will not be overturned, but what about the next? or the one after that. What shall we say when our democratic legacy is no more substantial than the air, except that we brought trouble to our own house and inherited the wind? This isn't the first time we've had a contentious election, and it won't be the last. In 1800, John Adams lost a closely contested election to Thomas Jefferson in the first peaceful transition of power from one party to another in our history. Adams was hardly pleased with the result, choosing to skip the inaugural activities. But he did what leaders are required to do in a democratic government when they lose. He went home. He went home. Jefferson, 
Has my time expired, Mr. No, Speaker? Ten seconds. Would later refer to his victory as the Revolution of 1800, but marveled that the revolution had occurred by the rational and peaceful instruments of reform, the suffrage of the people. It has never been our place. Grumbling, grumbling, grumbling. Yeah. Time to return an election. And if we hope to remain a democracy, it never will be. Arizona? For what purpose does the gentleman from Arizona seek recognition? I rise to support the objection. Without objection, the gentleman is recognized for five minutes. Thank you, Madam Speaker. I join the objection to counting votes of electors from my home state of Arizona, as well as Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Nevada, because election integrity is the heart of our American constitutional republic. In a representative form of government, we must be able to trust that our elections accurately represent the will of the American voter. This is the appropriate form anticipated and provided for by our founders to debate whether this election complied with the Constitution that we've all sworn to protect. Every particular of the Constitution is to be protected, including Article 2, Section 1. The debate as to the legitimacy of the 2020 presidential election has been suppressed by the left and is propagandist in the media until today. State legislatures are required to determine the manner in which electors are chosen. Arizona names its electors on the general election ballot and identifies what candidate those electors are required to vote for should that candidate obtain the majority of votes in the general election. As part of the manner for determining electors, Arizona also establishes deadlines for voter registration. The deadline has been in place for 30 years. This year, the voter registration deadline was October 5th. Early voting commenced two days later. Five days before the deadline, a group filed a lawsuit demanding that Arizona election officials not enforce the deadline. The federal district court decided that since other states have a deadline later than Arizona's, and some even allow for registration when voting, that Arizona's new deadline would be a time he chose, not the legislator's timeline. The appellate court effectively overturned the lower court ruling and noted that the Arizona deadline established by the state legislature was sound and appropriate and complied with the Constitution. But the appellate court merely in the bypassing of the deadline going on to 10 days. Mm. The appellate court, without legal justification, also decided that everyone who registered official fiat could still vote. What are they doing Note that the that Arizona shit? legislature was no longer only control of determining the manner of appointing mm -hmm. presidential electors because the court had set a new deadline. Even though the appellate court found the legislature's deadline was constitutionally sound, during that window, more than 32,000 voters registered in Maricopa County alone. Here are the copies of those voter registration records. In going around the deadline set by the legislature, the court ignored the Arizona legislature's obligation and right to direct the manner for choosing presidential electors as set forth in Article 2, Section 1. As a consequence of that judicial usurpation, more than 32,000 people were allowed to unlawfully cast ballots in Arizona's presidential election in 2020. The Arizona legislature seeks an independent audit of the election. The governor refuses now to call them into a special session. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors has refused to comply with legislative subpoenas. In Arizona, the people who control the evidence related to the election have done everything possible to prevent an independent audit directed by the legislature. 
Arizonans have used the limited amount of records available to investigate, it, investigate the 2020 presidential election. Of a limited sample of 1,000 addresses of voters, they found 539 voters did not live at the addresses on the voter rolls. Here is a stack of 1,000 declarations of affidavits supporting that. I object to the continue counting the votes of Arizona electors because the federal courts went around the legislatively constructed mechanism for choosing Arizona's presidential electors, allowing tens of thousands of voters to unlawfully cast votes. The court usurped a key component of the Arizona legislature's manner of selecting presidential electors, thus violating Article 2, Section 1. The legislature is being obstructed in its efforts. And what little evidence we have, or little information we have, has produced this kind of evidence which indicates a significant problem with the integrity of the presidential election. Madam Speaker, I ask that my comments, my written comments, together with the voter registration records that reflect the 32,000 registrations permitted to, in contravention of state law, letters and resolutions from Arizona legislators pertaining to the count of votes from electors, along with approximately 1,000 affidavits and declarations pertaining to potential voter fraud in Arizona in the 2020 presidential election, and the statement of Congressman Randy Weber of Texas be made a part of the record. I yield back. Thank you, gentlemen. For what purpose does the gentleman from Maryland seek recognition? Madam Speaker, I rise in opposition to the objection. The gentleman is recognized without objection for five minutes. Madam Speaker, I want to thank you first and, and all my dear beloved colleagues for your love and tenderness, which my family and I will never forget. Yeah, keep wasting your time, faggot. All right, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't know, why is this guy wasting his time? Oh, he's an idiot. That's fine. Waste your time, faggot. Fucking dem. Yeah. He must have uh, got caught fucking a boy or something. <laughs> well, both sides are clapping for him. Maybe he survived COVID. <laughs> maybe he's... Maybe. Thank you again. Abraham Lincoln, whose name is a comfort to us all, said, we've got the best government the world ever knew. It's best because mm. the first three words of the Constitution oh, well. tell us who governs here. His son died. We the people. 25-year-old son. Watch this proceeding today. So that's why they And tell the world with pride, as Lincoln did, about the brilliant yeah. meaning yeah. and promise of our country. <clears throat> our government belongs to the people. As President Ford said... Here, the people rule. Today, we are in the people's house to complete the people's process for choosing the people's president. We assemble in joint session for a solemn purpose that we've all sworn a sacred oath to faithfully... Let's go back to the Pence letter. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we're about right here. Uh, right? Yes, yes, yes. During the 130 years since the Electoral Count Act was passed... Congress has, without exception, used these formal procedures to count the electoral votes every four years. <clears throat> Given the controversy surrounding this year's election, some approach this year's quadrennial tradition with great expectation and others with dismissive disdain. Some believe that as vice president, I should be able to accept or reject electoral votes unilaterally. Others believe that electoral votes should never be challenged in a joint session of Congress. After a careful study of our Constitution, our laws, and our history, I believe neither view is correct. The President is the Chief Executive Officer of the Federal Government under our Constitution. 
possessing immense power to impact the lives of the American people. The presidency belongs to the American people and to them alone. When disputes concerning a presidential election arise under federal law, it is the people's representatives who review the evidence and resolve disputes through a democratic process. Our founders were... I don't hear anything. Me neither. Did the stream go dead? It's thinking. Let's refresh it. Might be time to get a new stream. Yeah. It's been... been to pause and think. What does it say to the nearly half the country the that believes this election here? was rigged Hear if it. we I vote? see it, though. Not even to consider the claims of illegality and fraud of an election just because our candidate may not have prevailed. And so I endeavored to look for door number three, a third option, and for that I looked this to history, Cruz. to mm-hmm. the precedent of the 1876 election, the Hayes-Tilden election, where this Congress appointed an electoral commission to examine claims of voter fraud. Five House members, five senators, five Supreme Court justices examined the evidence and rendered a judgment. Why has he got no mask? And what I would urge of this body is that we do the same. That we appoint an electoral commission to conduct a 10-day emergency audit, consider the evidence, and resolve the claims. For those on the Democratic aisle who says, say there is no evidence, they've been rejected, then you should rest in comfort. If that's the case, an electoral commission would reject those claims. But for those who respect the voters, simply telling the voters, go jump in a lake, the fact that you have deep concerns is of no moment to us, that jeopardizes, I believe, the legitimacy of this and subsequent elections. The Constitution gives to Congress the responsibility this day to count the votes. The framers knew what they were doing when they gave responsibilities to to Congress. We have a responsibility, and I would urge that we follow the precedent of 1877. The Electoral Count Act explicitly allows objections such as this one for votes that were not regularly given. And let me be clear, this objection is for the state of Arizona, but it is broader than that. It is an objection for all six of the contested states to have a credible objective, impartial body, hear the evidence, and make a conclusive determination. That would benefit both sides. That would improve legitimacy of this election. And so let me urge my colleagues, all of us take our responsibilities seriously. I would urge my colleagues, don't take perhaps the easy path but instead act together, astonish the viewers and act in a bipartisan sense to say we will have a credible and fair tribunal, consider the claims, consider the facts, consider the evidence, and make a conclusive determination whether and to what extent this election complied with the Constitution and with federal law. I feel like this is something different. It is. Altogether. Senator from Minnesota. Mr. President, I first would like to say I appreciate uh, the words of the our leader, Senator here? Schumer, 
as well as Senator so McConnell's maybe, maybe there's call for a higher calling. Two sides. January 6th is This is the senator one. The other one was the congressional one. for our country for centuries. But this day is simply the day that we receive each state's th certified so, electoral votes. And it has hang come on. Gone Let's try and hand. figure this out. Fact, so what we were watching a minute ago while I was reading the, that letter was the congressional argument. And then just as I pulled up this, because it seemed like that stream was having issues, yeah. just as I pulled up a different stream, that one came back in, but it's like they were transitioned. That's why it went down, because they're probably cutting over to this room, because there's two different rooms. There's one that um, Pelosi presides over, which is Congress, and one that Pence presides over, which is Senate. So for two hours, so we're going to do this... So. After these two hours of debates, everybody goes back into the congressional room, mm -hmm. senators and Congress people, and then we go to the next state. And if the next state has an issue, objects, then the senators go to their room, Congress stays their room, and then we get to hear everybody present their case. What I'm having an issue with, though, is we're not seeing evidence, necessarily, like what I was expecting. What What I'm seeing is... Everybody just kind of saying why they're objecting, but they're not presenting, like, evidence. They're saying, well, the Constitution says this, and then you get the Democrats say, well, you're taking these votes from the people. So, ultimately, do they vote at the end of this two-hour debate? And then how does that work? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's part where I, I wish we had somebody analyzing this that understands it, and then, whatever, I'm trying to get through this fucking Pence letter. So that we can go back to Twitter, because I'm right. looking for, like, yeah. other shit. I need, like, eight things going at once here. We need, like, a, a live analysis. Yeah. I would turn to uh, InfoWars in this case, except Alex Jones is leading a fucking march in D.C. right now. Oh, is so, he really? Yeah. He, <laughs> we could do that, too, but... i he's not, like, banned from that city yet. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's coming, eventually. Has found no evidence of widespread fraud in the 2020 election. We don't have to go back to 1877, my colleague. Senator Cruz knows that 80 judges, including conservative judges, including judges confirmed in this chamber, nominated by President Trump, has thrown out these lawsuits, calling them baseless, inadequate, and contrary both to the plain meaning of the constitutional text and common sense. And he knows that all 10 living defense secretaries, including both of Trump's defense secretaries, Dick Cheney, Donald Rumsfeld, William Cohen, he knows that all these leaders have come together to say that these scurrilous attacks on our democracy must stop and we must allow for a peaceful transition of power. Senator Sinema will fill you in on the specific facts as to why this election was sound and true in Arizona, but a summary. President Trump received 1,661,686 votes in the state. President-elect Biden won 1,672,143 votes, meaning that he won the state by 10,457 votes. On November 30th, after Arizona's Republican governor, the Secretary of State, the Attorney General, and the conservative Chief Justice of the Arizona Supreme Court certified the results of the election, the governor actually said, we do elections well here in Arizona. The system is strong. 
Eight post-election lawsuits brought in Arizona to challenge the results were dismissed by judges. Nine members of the House from Arizona were elected in the so, same election. I guess the only part I really want to know is what I just said. What happens after everybody yeah. fucking is done with their arguments? Um, because <clears throat> if nothing changes here with Arizona and they let the Biden ones go through, would that not basically say to the other states there's no point yeah. to fucking, you know what I mean? So then what? Executive order? That's basically Trump's only other fucking yeah. angle. That's all we have left, I think. Or, like, I don't know. It, it's kind of confusing. Um, I wonder if they do a vote. Yeah, that's. I guess we'll have to. Basically, we're going to sit in probably for this Arizona one, see what happens, and then... <clears throat> I don't know if we end the podcast at that point or if we wait for the next objection and then, right. I don't know. Does this podcast go on for nine hours or what do we do? At a certain point, we got to make a decision. Should I go back to the Pence letter? Yeah. All right. Where were we? Our founders were deeply skeptical of the bottom. Our founders were deeply skeptical of concentration of power and created a republic based on separation of powers and checks and balances under the Constitution of the United States. Vesting the vice president with unilateral authority to decide presidential contests would be entirely antithetical to that design. As a student of history who loves the Constitution and reveres its framers, I do not believe that the founders of our country intended to invest the vice president with unilateral authority to decide which electoral votes should be counted during the joint session of Congress, and no vice president in American history has ever asserted such authority. Instead... Senator from Pennsylvania. Thank you, Mr. President. And I intend later to address the specifics of Pennsylvania if and when an objection is raised with regard to Pennsylvania. For now, I want to address my remarks to what I think is the fundamental question being posed by the objectors. And that is, does Congress have the constitutional authority to decide which state's electoral college votes should be counted and which should not? based on how well we think they ran their elections. This is what the objectors are really asking us to do, to federalize elections by rejecting electoral college votes from states whose processes they say they disapprove of, and thereby having Congress select the President of the United States it's kind of the same instead of the American saying. people. The answer, Mr. President, is no, there is no such authority under the do Constitution. Do you want me to go back to the letter? Yeah. The Constitution right. assigns to the states. Uh, instead, vice presidents presiding over joint sessions have uniformly followed the Electoral Count Act, conducting the, proce and the proceedings in an orderly manner, even where the count resulted in the defeat of their party or their own candidacy. As Supreme Court Justice Joseph Bradley wrote following the contentious election of 1876, the powers of the president of the Senate are merely ministerial. He is not invested with any authority for making any investigation outside of the joint meeting of the two houses. If any examination at all is to be gone into, or any judgment exercised in relation to the votes received, it must be performed and exercised by the two houses. More recently, as a former U.S. Court of Appeals judge, J. Michael Ludig, observed, the only responsibility and power of the vice president under the Constitution is to faithfully count the electoral college votes as they have been cast. 
adding, the Constitution does not empower the vice president to alter in any way the votes that have been cast, either by rejecting certain votes or otherwise. It is my considered judgment that my oath to support and defend the Constitution constrains me from claiming unilateral authority to determine which electoral votes should be counted and which should not. While my role as presiding officer is largely ceremonial, the role of the Congress is much different, and the Electoral Count Act of 1887 establishes a clear procedure to address election controversies when they arise during the count of the vote of the Electoral College. Given the voting irregularities that took place in our November elections and the disregard of state election statutes by some officials, I welcome the efforts of Senate and House members who have stepped forward to use their authority under the law to raise objections and present evidence. As presiding officer, I will ensure that any objections that are sponsored by both a representative and a senator are given proper consideration and that all facts supporting those objections are brought before Congress and the American people. Those who suggest that raising objections under Electoral Count Act is improper or undemocratic uh, ignore more than 130 years of history and fail to acknowledge that Democrats raised objections in Congress each of the last three times a Republican candidate for president prevailed. But, but they can, but, but nobody else can. Right, right. Just like everything. Democrats can do whatever the fuck they want, but Republicans mm-hmm. can't do anything. Right. It's because we're the, the Republicans just fucking are pushovers fucking constantly this is the first time anybody's ever stood up to them Mm -hmm. and they don't like it let's make sure we're still blabbing on over here all right uh today it will be my duty to preside when the congress convenes in joint session to count the votes of the electoral college and i will do so to the best of my ability i ask only that representatives and senators who will assemble before me approach the this moment with the same sense of duty and an open mind Setting policies and personal interests aside, politics, politic, personal in, politics. setting politics and personal interests aside, and do our part to faithfully discharge our duties under the Constitution. I also pray that we will do so with humility and faith, remembering the words of John Quincy Adams, who said, "Duty is ours; results are God's." Uh, four years ago, surrounded by my family, I took an oath to support and defend the Constitution, which ended with the words, So help me God. Today I want to assure the American people that I will keep the oath I made to them, and I will keep the oath I made to Almighty God. When the joint session of Congress convenes today, I will do my duty to see to it that we open the certificates of the electors of the several states. We hear objections raised by senators and representatives, and we count the votes of the Electoral College for President and Vice President in a manner consistent with our Constitution, laws, and history. So help me God. Signed, Michael R. Pence, Vice President of the United States. Cool. And this stream, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but they're showing outside the Capitol. I might uh, find another one here. I might just keep having Not the state legislature right, changed the rules of the election. Oh, back to Arizona clearly back to Congress. the plain language of Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution in its selection of presidential electors. The framers of our Constitution recognized that elections is. were susceptible mm-hmm. to corruption. We all know that. So how did they fix it? How did they provide for that? They created the Electoral College as a safeguard. And they expressly empowered state legislatures to ensure the integrity of our unique election system. Only the state legislatures, because they're a full body of representatives and not rogue officials, were given the authority to direct the manner of appointing presidential electors because it was so important. The Supreme Court has acknowledged this over and over. They previously affirmed in Article 2. For more than 100 years, and our vote-by-mail system includes strict safeguards. 
All ballots include copying mechanisms and tamper-resistant envelopes. Election staff are trained to authenticate signatures. And Arizona imposes severe criminal punishments for ballot tampering. The Arizona elections produced bipartisan results in which members of both parties won races. And these results have been confirmed by state legislature, friends. They were changed by it's judges. Just bouncing back and forth. And those actions months. taken by the judiciary were not limited to mere interpretations of existing law. No, they, they were substantive wholesale changes to those statutes. Why does it do that? That's a usurpation of the authority. Because that first guy, the legislature had that, that girl, usurpation him, was just... repeated across the country this year. So it's like it, it, jumping it's back some, and forth. It's the primary yeah. reason. It's one of the reasons why the election of 2020 became riddled with an unprecedented number of serious allegations of fraud and irregularities all over the country. The vice president National to polls reject is... the votes that were against him and choose the votes in his favor and make himself Maybe uh, this will the president explain. of the United States and our founding fathers never contemplated that kind of concentration of power before. So, That's what checks and balances are about. So ju just yes or no, the, the, the answer is, uh, the, answer to, the answer to the question, does the vice president have the power to unilaterally reject electors, yes or no? The answer is no, and in fact, the vice president himself mm -hmm. said that, I think, mm -hmm. just before the session began. He released right. a statement in which he said, yes. I've reviewed the Constitution, and I don't okay. believe I have a role uh, to act unilaterally in, okay. in this respect. All right, we're going to go live now to the floor of the United States Senate where they are debating whether or not to, uh, to toss the electors from the state of Arizona. Debate is in progress. Let's go to the floor of the Senate. And was a first time voter in 2020. So was Rachel from Tucson. And thousand more Arizonans who for the first time exercised their constitutional right to decide their own leaders. Today's challenge to Arizona's election fails any factual analysis. More disturbingly, it seeks to rob Jocelyn and Rachel and more than three million Arizonans of a free, fair election. Those of us who are trusted with elected office are first and foremost public servants. We serve our constituents. We do not seek to substitute our personal ambitions for the will of the American people. Our system allows for a continuous contest of ideas, and those voters who support the losing side of a free, fair election have not been disenfranchised. Rather, they maintain just as an important a voice in America's future, and leaders have a duty to serve all of our constituents, including those who voted for other candidates. Great leaders in our history face the choice of whether to take an action strengthening our democracy even if a different action would better serve their political ambitions. Many are revered today because they chose our republic over their self-interests, including my personal hero, Senator John McCain. Following his presidential loss, Senator McCain said, the American people have spoken. The legislature scheme for appointing presidential electors presents a federal question. It's a big problem for us. So there's shit going on in both places. That's why we've got here. two streams I up right now. I urge my colleagues today to Should look I play at, the facts, at the same time? To follow no. the law and follow our Which one do you want to listen to? We're supposed to support and defend the Constitution. Mm -hmm. That's what we do here today. I urge everyone to do the right thing, and I yield back. Gentlemen's time has expired. Let's go to an opposing bitch and see what kind for of bullshit they For what purpose does the gentleman from Arizona, the dean of the Arizona delegation, seek recognition? Thank you, uh, Madam Speaker. I, I, I rise in opposition. Uh, Is that Mr. Miyagi? The gentleman is recognized for five minutes.
Thank you, Madam Speaker. Uh, this exercise in futility that Congress is undertaking is at the behest of uh, Republican members of Congress. The effort to overturn the presidential election and grant Donald Trump four more years is, uh, is, is, is the motivation behind it. And to continue uh, a baseless, conspiracy-fueled uh, threat to our democracy uh, makes no sense because there is no viable constitutional or legal path to overturn the election that will make uh, Vice President Biden and Senator Harris President and Vice President of the United States after January 20th. One certain outcome of this whole process is the weakening of our democracy and the threatening of our democracy. Beginning with Arizona, Congress is being asked to chase down a rabbit hole, baseless, discredited, and judicially discarded fringe conspiracy theories. But for the record, let's talk a little bit about Arizona. Arizona and state and local officials did an unbelievable job to ensure that the 220 elections ran smoothly. Uh, Mr. Hickman, the Republican chairman of the Maricopa uh, County Party, the largest county in the state of Arizona, said, no matter how you voted, this election was administered with integrity, transparency, and in accordance with state laws. Arizona showed up to the polls in record numbers. More than 3.4 million people voted, increases in every county, and a 65% of all eligible voters in Arizona voted in the 2020 election. Arizona's cast their ballots up and down for Republicans and Democrats, and 11 electoral votes were, were granted to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris based on their victory in Arizona. That's the story. Voted, Arizona voted in hundreds of races this year. And in addition to the presidency, these races include nine members of the state's congressional delegation that are with you, four of them my Republican colleagues. These members have already been seated in the 117th Congress. They do not question the accuracy of Arizona's 220 elections to select a congressional delegation, yet my four Republican colleagues uh, question the presidential election. Our colleagues may say they are only, questions or only asking questions and seeking to reassure voters. But let us be clear, these questions have been answered by the voters and by the courts. Rather than accepting the answers and the results of the election, they are fanning the flames of unfounded suspicion and once again creating a threat, a very real and dangerous threat to our democracy. Again, our friends do not question the outcomes of their own elections. That is, because they have no reason to, just as they have no legitimate reason to question the results of the presidential election in Arizona. I ask my colleagues to reject this objection, to respect the will of the voters in the state of Arizona and throughout this country, and to fundamentally add some preservation to our democracy from any future damage that this effort that we are undertaking in this no, it's fucking. Are they done? I don't know. Something's going on here in the fucking house. They're like, some of them are like running out the door, and some of them. Yeah, are this was the, the, the Senate one. The Senate one. They were like, it looked like they were walking that guy out. 
but that's the fucking stream we were going with, too. It just, like, cut away. Something happened in the fucking Senate room. Yeah, everyone's kind of looking. So while that guy was talking in the Congress, it cuts over to the Senate room, and that guy's being, like, walked. Did you see that? It looked like he was being walked out. Where's Pence at? He's gone, too. I don't know, and there's no audio. No, it's crap. They look like they're frantic, like something happened. Yeah, yeah. And that lady, that blonde lady in the middle, are you okay? All right, let's go back to the fucking. Now, you got all this crazy shit going on outside the Capitol, too. They're saying MAGA predators have crossed the police line and now occupy the steps of the U.S. Capitol. Look at them all, dude. <laughs> What's that from? Where is that? That's this. Can't really tell what they're saying. You know what it is? It's because they've gotten up to the fucking thing. They're they're scared that these... I bet you they're all going in lockdown because they're scared they're going to get into the fucking Capitol yeah. building and they have to protect these fucking people is what it is. So they rushed out. Oh, now everybody's flooding back in. I wonder maybe they were done. Error was one-tenth of all right, now we're back to Congress. By the way, a 3% error rate at minimum, is 90,000 ballots. After finding the 3% error rate... What the fuck is going on right now? He's a bobblehead. Audit and refused <laughs> to seal further. Yeah, I do. It's weird. In Arizona, as my attachment to just clear, listen to him mail-in ballots were altered on the first day of counting, as shown in data graphs we provide. And it's concluded by data analysts. Over 400,000 mail-in ballots were altered, switched from President Trump to Vice President Biden, or completely erased from President Trump's totals. The proof is in the counting curves, the curves that cannot occur except with odds so rare and unlikely that winning the Mega Millions lottery is more probable. Uh, Madam, uh, uh, Mr. Speaker, can I have order in the chamber? The House will be in order. See, they took Pelosi out of there, too, mm-hmm. out of Congress. The House will be in order. Okay. What the fuck is happening, dude? I don't know. He yelled it because of you. Someone else is getting escorted out. The house will be in order. Dude, some weird shit's going down right now. Maybe that fucking plane attack thing we were talking about. Maybe it's a credible fucking... fucking Everybody's fucking... And dude, the audio keeps going out. Mm Mm-hmm. I hate that they're... Members will take their seats. The house will be in order. What's going on here? This guy. Okay. <laughs> oh, this guy. S- something weird's going yeah, on dude. in D.C. Okay. right now, dude. We can get order, we can resume. They're people, like, are, people are flying back and forth behind those doors. Yeah. You can kind of In see the hall yeah. there. But see, that was... I wish we had a feed of of each one. I know. Do one for the Congress, one for or one for the Senate, one for the... See, that's the same room. All right. Well, maybe let's pull up every stream we can fucking <laughs> find because we'll just keep switching through because eventually we'll... 
So they're all doing the fucking house right now. What's yeah. going on in the fucking Senate room is what I want to know. Cause yeah. So we've got that one muted, that one muted, and this is the audio we're hearing. Okay. It's got to be because the people have gotten up on yeah. at the Capitol building. According to Twitter, that's what... <clears throat> Here's more. So it's a... Where's that? I have Twitter. no idea. Is Twitter. That? It's that one. No, because... Uh, Without no. objection, the chair declares the, the house in recess pursuant to clause 12B of rule one. It's in recess now. Did, did China fucking just uh, <laughs> push through their fucking... Well, dude, I don't know what's happening. I think we're, we're, we're witnessing... But see, here's the thing. This is what I'm wondering is... Like... What does doing this do? I mean, is that what they're scared? I mean, I don't yeah, think they're scared. They're going to get through the doors. I'm guessing there's got. I'm sure the doors are barricaded. There's probably cops on either side of the door, and they're freaking out. The house is in recess, subject to the call of the chair. Let's see. Yeah, it's paused. So, uh, that video streams paused. That one's saying the same thing. Yeah. Now that one, they're all saying the same thing. The only one with a multi shot is this one. There are not that many people. I mean, no. there's people up on the thing, but this isn't that many. Um, fuck. At least it's a mostly peaceful protest. <laughs> U.S. Capitol has been breached. Is what? Okay, Senate recess, electoral college debate after protesters forced lockdown of Capitol. So that's what it is. They've rushed out the yeah. people. Look at that one there, loudspeaker announcement in Capitol security threat inside the building. So... They fucking ran. So I wonder if they were able to get in, some of them or something. What's, what's I think I don't saying? think anybody got in. Um, this is wrong and not who we are. Be peaceful and use your First Amendment rights, but don't start acting like the other side. We have a country to save, and this doesn't help anyone. That's from D- Donald Trump Jr. No, they got inside, dude, right there. Oh, yeah, right there. <laughs> Protesters have entered the U.S. Capitol. So... That's fuck. Look at all those cameramen, dude. They yeah, it's just staged. <laughs> That's the thing. Um, I did see something that um, they were going to have. Uh, this is a feat from outside the Capitol. Okay, maybe maybe take your fucking thing off the bottom yeah, here so we can see yeah. what the fuck's going yeah. on, you idiots. There's no plane. There's no explosion anywhere. Not yet. Yet. <laughs> All right, here we go. A little zoomy zoom. They're, uh... We got you out, <laughs> Please disperse. Man, it's not like they're trying to get in anymore, Well, though. those people are standing there, but I wonder if the ones that did get in... Because we see the picture right there. So this is one of the, uh... This is from Lauren Boebert. She's the congresswoman for Colorado. We were locked in the House chambers. The speaker has been removed from the chambers. Hear the chants? Yeah. The media is having an absolute fucking meltdown right now. (laughs) It's glorious. Can you hear us now? Pence has been pulled from the Senate chamber. Also, here's, here's a video feed of the fucking... So, oh, that's what I was saying, that... Like, Antifa could dress up like Trump supporters and cause some crazy shit to make it look bad. Let's let's watch. 
That's the chick that you just read her tweet. Yeah, let's let's watch her. I'll, I wish I could, I could turn this one down. And let's just play her a little ditty. That's your favorite word. It is. If we allow state election laws as set forth by state legislatures to be ignored and manipulated on the whims of partisan lawsuits, unelected bureaucrats, unlawful procedures, and arbitrary rules, then our constitutional republic will cease to exist. The oath that I took this past Sunday to defend and support the Constitution makes it necessary for me to object to this travesty. Otherwise, the laws passed by the legislative branch merely become suggestions to be accepted, rejected, or manipulated by those who did not pass them. Madam Speaker, I have constituents outside this building right now. I promise my voters to be their voice. In this branch of government, which I now serve, it is my separate but equal obligation to weigh in on this election and object. Are we not a government of, by, and for the people? They know that this election is not right, and as their representative, I am sent here to represent them. I will not allow the people to be ignored. If we allow... So there's that. That was Lauren Bobert of Colorado. That was from earlier. We obviously missed that, because what, what, what we realized is that they were going from... <clears throat> I thought everything was going to be held in one room. Yeah. The Senate went, and we obviously figured that out as they were cutting back and forth. Right. Um, yeah, I'm surprised there's not, there's a lot of American flags and Trump flags here. A lot of don't tread on me flags, too. Yeah. But see, like, that, I don't know. Here's, this is the problem with this situation right here, though, is you can have, yeah, Antifa people, a few Antifa like dressed up like Trump supporters doing stupid shit. Which will then get reported by the mainstream media and reflected upon all Trump supporters. But here's the other thing that I want to make a point of: is if you think there are, these patriots are just going to sit back and let you fucking steal their country, they're going to have to push the envelope like yeah. the other side did. If you're, this is what I said on the other podcast we did. You can't be scared of just Antifa. You need to be scared of the other side because. Just because we've been reserved for so long doesn't mean we're going to just sit back now. Right. There's a lot more writing on this. You should be scared of doing the wrong thing, not the right thing. You know what I mean? Right. That van is just weirdly placed, like, right in the middle of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it could explode at any second? Yeah, yeah. Like, these ones, there's cars in a rock. That one's by itself, and it's a van. It's weird to me. I'm here as a representative of the yeah, 13th district, but also for those uh, millions What's of Americans who feel that something really went wrong on uh, November 3rd with the presidential election. Uh, maybe they've seen uh, they've seen fraud in some of the six states, but uh, we feel that North Carolina, um, you know, we were uh, we feel that we had a fairly fair election there. But now we're concerned. That's that inside the, the Capitol. Sounds pretty quiet. Yeah, to, I wonder if it was recorded uh, earlier. Really skewed the electoral count. Oh, maybe they and, just. Uh, cut even to Ruth something. Bader Ginsburg said, "This is the ultimate day of consequence." And she said that 20 years ago, uh, last month. So um, I'm going to be objecting well, to the six states today. Yeah, this is. You know, I believe what yeah, I this is previously recorded because that bitch been dead for two years. Yeah, but he's talking about. I know. But uh, objecting to it today, but it was recorded earlier today. I'm thinking. Yeah. Before the, um, 
What are you going to do? Because <laughs> obviously nothing's going to proceed uh, as long as they don't have the... Basically, well, they have to re-secure the capital so that everybody can go back to the thing. And then, so what? We were we were an hour and five minutes into their two-hour debate. Yeah. So obviously that debate has to continue when they finally get back there. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. I don't know what we do. I don't know because yeah. we've never done anything like where we're watching something live, and and I don't give a fuck. Oh, we're back to this guy. This is when that shit. Went in Arizona, crazy. using the federal ballot, yet our Secretary of State refused the public access to review the ballot. Over a thousand a thousand residences were visited for proof of residency and address. Four hundred and fifty six failed that They're test. Back. They this were vacant lots. Again. Even the recorder's office. Uh, used as addresses. What are they hiding? They were vacant lots, even the recorder's office, uh, used as addresses. What are they hiding? If the process was fair, if this, these would be improbable. These would be once-in-a-lifetime type applications. So let's look at the ballots, the signatures, and the adjudicated records. Until this is done, Mr. Speaker, <laughs> we, we should not count this slate. You have a letter from the Arizona legislators stating its intent to review the issue on January 11th. Our governor has refused to allow the state to properly convene to do its proper oversight. Madam Speaker, Mr. Speaker, mm -hmm. I ask you one question today. Are you a ceremonial figurehead in your current role? Or did the drafters of the 12th Amendment and Congress in the Electoral Count Act of 1887 envision a role where you made discretionary decisions about ballot fraud and fair elections? If you were merely ceremonial, then let's be done with this. Let's eat our tea and crumpets and witness our national decline. But if you're not merely a ceremonial but vested with discernment, rationality, and legal authority to not just count from 1 to 270, then do not accept Arizona's electors as certified. Remand the slate back to the Secretary of State, back to the governor with the following instructions. Until a full, complete electoral forensic audit is allowed by the Secretary of State, the electors currently certified will not be counted. It will then fall on the state of Arizona to decide, does its electors, are they in the game or not? Anything less is an abdication of our Constitution, our Republic, and our ethos. One man, one vote. We ask why. What is there to hide? Shouldn't the lawful victor of an election be proud, open, transparent about an election audit? I would. Instead, we're met with denials, cover-ups, and contempt of subpoenas. There's too much evidence of fraud demonstrated by statistical anomalies that experts have determined cannot happen in the absence of fraud to accept such a slate. I'm not asking these electors never be counted. It's just that they need to be certified the proper way. Our beloved Constitution is but a mere piece of paper if we do not follow the law, upholding the law. But now, alas, we find ourselves lawless, destroying the very thread that binds us together. But we need to get back to the rule of law. That is what has been violated, truly, by the, the actions in these states. Thank you. The, gen that, the, the gentleman's time has expired. Without objection, the House is going to go back into recess. Again? It's, dude, this is so weird. So they came back, let him finish his time. Just to go back into recess? To go back into recess so that when they... 
So that's where we're standing at this point. I, I was looking at Twitter. This is from Cernovich. Told you all the feds would infiltrate and agitate. I know MAGA people, and this ain't it. Kind of what you were saying about With the Antifa the part. Antifa, yeah. which, I mean, it's interesting because, yeah, it doesn't have to be Antifa. It can be... Um, it could be anybody. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, I wish I had an answer of like, uh, uh, this is our house. Protesters are in statutory hall of the Capitol. Congress has again been immediately dismissed. Um, well, there's a rotunda door. Rotundador now breach. Capitol Police say Trump protesters surge into the building. I don't know. I mean, to be fair, I think if I was there and <laughs> I'd, I'd go along. Going in, I'd go along with it. I mean, it's a stream of people. You can't unless you're a salmon and swim upstream. Yeah. See, it doesn't look like breaking in and storming. They're so leisurely walking. So I need everybody's attention. So we're, we're listening to this Get audio. down under your chairs if necessary. So we have folks entering the rotunda and coming down this way. So we'll update you as soon as we can. But just be prepared. Stay calm. Any minute you're going to hear active shooter. You think so? Yeah. Dave's called it. Now, that was interesting because that's from our stream that we have audio open on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we were supposed to hear that, to be fair. I you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Unless you were at homeless watching it too, but we've got it here now. So and it's weird that we were just watching the video of them slowly, leisurely walking into the rotunda. Um, it's interesting. How I guess the only thing we can really do is debate how does this affect the next for the how how this proceeds from this point. So. You have the image of Trump supporters so enraged and pissed off that they have literally gotten into the Capitol building to let their voices be heard. Mm-hmm. Does this, how does this change the, obviously we're still in the middle of just Arizona. We're in the A's of states. <laughs> we still have to get to, what, what's the fucking, uh. The, the the last state Wyoming isn't it? Wyoming okay we're nowhere fucking near that we've we literally have gotten to Arizona yeah um <laughs> so yeah it would be Alabama and Alaska before that right yeah I think that's it let's just list of fifty states <laughs> put states in alphabetical order Alabama Alaska Arizona next up is Arkansas so we have Alabama red Alaska red Arizona objected to. They certified for Biden. They've objected to that. I don't know. See, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen now because the debate has stopped. Mm-hmm. Up next is Cal- or Arkansas. California, you know, will go Democrat. I'd be curious if somebody's going to object there, though. Yeah. Arkansas red, right? I, I think so. so yeah. Colorado, uh, Biden. Connecticut, Biden. Delaware, Biden. Florida will be, will get obje- uh, was Republican, right? Red. Georgia will get objected to. Yeah. So we might get through one, two, three, four, five before we have another objection. Six, right? Mm-hmm. 
Hawaii will go blue. Idaho was red. Illinois was blue. Indiana was red. Iowa, where they? I think they were red. Kansas was red. Kentucky was red, I think. Louisiana, red. Maine, blue, probably. Maryland, blue. Massachusetts, blue. Michigan will get objected to. Yeah. Minnesota, blue. Mississippi, red. Missouri, red. Montana, red. Nebraska, red. Nevada will get objected to. Yep. New Hampshire, blue. New Jersey, blue. New Mexico, that was that was red, I think, wasn't it? That's iffy, though. I think that was flip floppy. Uh, New York, blue. North Carolina, red. North Dakota, red. Ohio. Red. I need All right. everybody, everybody's attention, please. We have another announcement, another update. Oh, they shut it down. What the fuck? He was just informed. That's all I heard. Damn it. Um. I don't even know where to go to. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to get answers. U.S. lawmakers are now asked to get under chairs as precaution if protests okay. reach into the U.S. Senator House floors. So here's a video of in the fucking hall. They are storming the main chamber. My God, breaking revolution in process as Trump supporters break into the Capitol building, attacking police, breaking windows, and knocking down doors. Full anarchy at this mostly peaceful demonstration in D.C. People have pushed through and are storming. Here's we don't need to put audio on for that, or we guess we could. We knew it was going to go crazy. But are the these aren't how Trump supporters normally act? But no. is it possible that they're pushed past the fucking brink? That we've gotten to that point, or is it that these are agitators being put out there that are undercover as Trump supporters? Trump supporters? Are these feds? Is this part of a show? Is this fake? Set up by the Democrats? I don't know. Watch this one down here. Hold on. The bald guy there, it looked like he was pushing the dude over here. Yeah, see? He came, He got pushed from over here. The first guy? I think this bald dude pushed him. Hmm. Watch. Watch this guy get thrown. Yeah, that dude right there. There's a bald guy right there. And he comes over here. Yeah, but somebody might have pushed him in that. I, I don't know. I don't really know that what that know. shows though. Um, so Trump, eleven minutes ago, tweets out: "Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones which they were asked to previously certify." U.S. demands the truth. Wow. I mean, are we literally seeing the breakdown of our fucking government? Before our yeah. eyes, and don't even realize how histories mean. Fucking uh, U.S. Capitol Police are asking for additional law enforcement for assistance, including federal authorities, per a source familiar. Several suspicious devices outside the Capitol building, which is what you were saying about that mm-hmm. fucking That's van. Right. Yeah, that van. Um, just because this is pertinent, what's the best finishing move in WWE right now? <laughs> <laughs> just to kind of ease the <laughs> the excitement. Uh, any thoughts? No, two I, minutes I ago. I still think it's powerbomb. Breaking uh, 9-11. Right here? No, down breaking 9-11, the uh, red one. Oh, electoral college debated, debate halted it as situation worsens outside chamber doors. Aid tells Senator James Lank, Lankford protesters are in the building. Oh, I thought it was going to be something different. We already knew that. Reports that protesters stormed through the barricades with clashes inside the U.S. Capitol building. That's what video we just keep watching. 
See, the fact that we're only getting this little clip, we don't have a full-blown live stream from right. these people, right. tells me there's something fake about this. Yeah. We're only seeing we would what be, they want us we're, to see. Yeah, we're only seeing clips. This is kind of like when COVID first started and we were seeing people collapse in China. Yeah. I'm sorry, but China doesn't let anything out they don't want out. Right. So the fact that we were seeing – have you seen anybody collapse from COVID in this country since? No. no. It doesn't exist because it was fake. The fact that we're only seeing clips – tells me this is fake. Whoever's filming this is part of this fake thing. This is a show that they're putting. This is like WWE Live. Mm-hmm. Okay? Except we're not seeing... Where's the live stream of this? Yeah, because they're obviously fucking there. Right. You know what I mean? Why they're are we only seeing outside. the clip? Why? Right. You know, and that's all we're seeing. We're seeing that same clip on how many different tweets. Yeah. Yeah, we're not though. seeing a live feed. Where the fuck's a live feed? Um... That's the same one we've been watching. Let's see here. Uh, Trump's fucking tweet was pretty interesting. Yeah. He's basically... Trump just just a minute ago tweeted out, Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Okay. Right beneath it. Security breach of the Capitol is disgraceful. The president needs to tell everyone to leave the building now. That's from Laura Ingram. Oh. <laughs> mayor mayor orders a citywide curfew. <laughs> In D.C. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, tear gas has been used in the rotunda. Members are being told to get gas masks under their seats. Oh, I didn't know Congress had gas masks under their seats. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Dude, we're learning a lot today, aren't we? Well, this was a fucking interesting uh, turn of events here. Multiple suspicious factors found around the U.S. Capitol. The mob has overtaken the process of trying to certify the Electoral College. Security here at the United States Capitol has failed. Um, hmm. Who is who's this Oliver Darcy dude? Yeah, that one there. You don't remember him? He's that fucking idiot from CNN that got uh, Alex Jones banned off Twitter. Oh, okay. See, see what he tweeted out? Just stunning words to hear on CNN. We are watching an attempted sedition. Jake Tapper says, we are watching an attempt at a bloodless coup in the United States. So they're calling this a coup mm-hmm. on Trump's part. Yeah. Trump's pulling a coup on himself. <laughs> Makes total sense. I mean, it's ridiculous. Why? See, the weird thing is, why is the mayor doing a fucking citywide curfew at 6 p.m.? That's fucking four hours from now. Or I don't know what their time. Three hours from now? Something like that. Why not do it just now? I don't know. Well, because they probably know. Dude, there's this setting up to be fucking, I don't know, dude. This is one of those things where it's hard to read what's going to fucking happen at this point. Um, that's true. <laughs> this is all acceptable as long as we say it's peaceful. I mean, it looks mostly peaceful, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what... Um, white hat operators declared CLAS movement, Pelosi or Pence. Pence just got called out by President Trump and brought in through secret tunnels. What about Pelosi? Where is she right now? Patriots. Um... 
It was about the Senate, multiple meanings, no coincidence, sting up. 1776 again. Hmm. Interesting. Um, that guy. That guy from... Uh, he looks like Donald uh, Faison, but it's not. <laughs> he looks like the guy from Outcast. Oh, yeah. Andre 3000? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that Antifa ha- have infiltrated the March for America, but as to the exact numbers, we're unsure at this moment. Ooh. It's from George News. That's that... Uh, mm-hmm. JFK Jr.'s magazine. Antifa have infiltrated the march. So is ooh, so maybe I'm right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I like how they're calling, they're calling it a revolution. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to our streams to see what the fuck's happening here. Uh, looks like that one we still have the audio playing on. You know, Let's turn the audio on for both of those. Let's see. Let's try this one, too. Cool. I'm a representative. I represent 705,687 people in Pennsylvania's 16th Congressional District. I have an obligation to them to fulfill my oath of office, which is to support and defend our Constitution. My goodness, if we can't do that, and if we can't take time out to do that, then what do we say to that 1.5 million Americans in uniform that died to protect this Constitution? It's the least we can do. It's not that much time but it's going to mean so much to the American people. Um, I'm so full of shit. So, let's see here. Uh, I was, it maybe reminded me of something about Pennsylvania. I'll read real quick as soon as I find it. This here. So, on January 4th, 2021, Senate of Pennsylvania... Uh, This is to the Honorable Mitch McConnell, who is the Majority Leader of the United States Senate. Dear Leader McConnell and Leader McCarthy, that's the Republican Leader Mm -hmm. U.S. House of Representatives, as members of the Pennsylvania Senate, we believe in the integrity of the election process. After speaking with our colleagues, a majority of the state Senate is troubled by the many inconsistencies that happened in our Commonwealth during the 2020 election. Due to numerous unlawful violations taken by President or Pennsylvania Pennsylvania Governor Mm -hmm. Tom Wolf, Secretary of State Kathy Bukvar and the rogue state Supreme Court, the balance of power was taken from the state legislature who, by the U.S. and Pennsylvania Constitution, set the time, place, and manner of holding elections. Act 77 of 2019 that was signed into law provides the following clear provisions. All mail-in ballots must be received by 8 p.m. election night. Officials at polling places must authenticate the signatures of voters County election boards may begin pre-canvassing of absentee and mail-in ballots after 8 a.m. on Election Day. Poll watchers selected by candidates and political parties are permitted to observe the process of canvassing absentee and mail-in ballots. No provisions were made for drop boxes or curing of ballots. Seven weeks before the 2020 general election, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court overstepped their bounds by ruling that mail-in ballots could be received and counted up to three days later. Ballots mailed without a postmark would be counted. Signatures on mail-in ballots would not need to be verified. Secretary of State Kathy Bukvar also usurped legislative authority by allowing for a proliferation of unsecured drop boxes in key Democratic areas. On the day before the election, encouraged some counties, not all, to notify party and candidate representatives of mail-in voters whose ballots contain disqualifying defects and allowing them to cure these defects. 
In addition to these inconsistencies, certified Republican poll watchers in Philadelphia were prohibited from overseeing the canvassing of ballots. After a court ordered these poll watchers to be allowed to observe, they were corralled so far from the canvassing of ballots that they could not view the activities. Requests from legislators for independent investigations have been ignored by the administration. Due to these inconsistent and questionable activities, we believe that Pennsylvania election results should not have been certified by our Secretary of State. Members, we ask for more time given the fact that the U.S. Supreme Court is to hear Trump versus Bukvar in the coming days. We ask that you delay certification of the Electoral College to allow due process as we pursue election integrity in our Commonwealth. Very respectfully, members of the Pennsylvania Senate. So basically, they're saying we want to. Oh wait, there's more. It's signed by Jake Corman, President Pro Tempore, Kim Ward, Majority Leader, Judy Ward, Senator 30th District, Kristen Phillips Hill, Senator 28th District, and yeah, there's that. So basically, what I get out of that is they're trying to. They want to decertify yeah. the Democrat electors and only. What did I say? What did I say? Breaking shots fired in the U.S. House chamber. So there's going to be an active shooter. <laughs> wow. So... Like, I didn't even know what to say at that point. I mean, you knew it was coming, though, because this is the playbook yep. of the left. Quit saying this is a thugs. They've breached the Capitol. It's not. Own your shit. Shots fired on Capitol Hill police on their way. So... Yeah, obviously... Yeah, they look like they're really... In- yeah, they look like they're in real big hurry. So that's the other thing is, um, it could be, <laughs> dude, I don't know. I'm going to go out on a, okay, reports of gunfire, oh, I hope that's my dog over Reports of gunfire at the chambers. Tear gas has reportedly been deployed. Reinforcements are being brought in. There is report of an armed standoff at the House front. VP Pence has been evacuated. House and Senate chambers or members are now being evacuated. If the protesters were Democrats, the Capitol building would already literally be in flames right now, which yeah. is very true. Um, Why do they not have that many fucking uh, police there anyways? Why are they waiting for reinforcements? They should have had them there. They should have known. You know what I mean, dude? This is not what I. This is this is what I would call a false flag, uh, put on by some democratic funded fucking thing, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. When this is all said and done, the mainstream media is going to say Trump supporters are out of fucking control. They're going to use this to push uh, gun control and all this shit. Mm-hmm. You watch, mm-hmm. and and they're going to use this to come after all of us because we're all dangerous. They're gonna. They're literally gonna start trying to take in our take our guns. So yeah. they're going to use this. And what did I tell you? There would be false flags. Mm-hmm. This a guarantee is not a Trump supporter with a gun. I guarantee right. fucking right. it. If there's even guns, I haven't seen or heard the fucking video yet. But all I see is some cops 
you know, look well, like gotta, they're on their way to fucking lunch is what they it gotta, like They got to me. edit it and make it look bad first before they can release it, and they can only make one. Um, so at this point, I don't know what happens, because they're obviously not going to reconvene today, mm-hmm. I, I bet. Um, I think their their big hope is that they'll wait, and all these Trump supporters will leave D.C. because they have jobs um, by the mm-hmm. 7th, and then they'll reconvene probably on the 8th. Right. Um, I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I mean, you just see this shit, and... Hmm. Let's just let's just listen to the fucking audio of this one because these are the police running so fast. I mean, I don't know how you could go faster down the stairs to be honest, but. And I've heard police chatter when there's been shots fired, and it's not all like, hey, man, shots fired, shots fired. It's fucking shots fired, fucking shots. Like, it's fucking, they're going crazy. Yeah. No, shots fired. Shots, shots fired. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. So we've still got the audio open on those two streams we got these guys as is clearly recorded earlier or it's a different building altogether this no, is I don't a think that's a capitol building though this yeah you think it is mm-hmm. so the it was recorded earlier but it was recorded earlier mm-hmm. um this is outside supposedly a live feed yeah and why is it so shitty and pixelated and but yet this one's fucking really good. I yeah. don't know. Maybe because it's this is being sent through like a Wi-Fi, and because there's Maybe. so many people trying to connect to Wi-Fi. Yeah, the problem I'm having is we don't see any live streams from any of these people with their fucking camera phone doing a live stream of this shit. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. notice that's not happening. We're only seeing these clips and then these reports. The shots fired, but we don't see any. Where in the fuck is all this? And it's going to come out. Oh, yeah. But it's all going to be edited. That's what I'm saying. That's what they're doing now. They're editing everything, dude. All right, I'm going to go to Trump's fucking Twitter page. Um, that was now 14 minutes ago. His last tweet. Dude, I don't know. I feel like... Uh, Protesters have now taken the U.S. Senate floor. There's a fucking... <laughs> now, that does not look like a Trump supporter. No. At all. No. There's nobody in there. No. Except this camera guy taking a picture of this. Right. That looks fucking... Protesters have entered House chamber and some offices of members of Congress. Rioters breach U.S. Capitol building armed with pikes. What? <laughs> there, see, now it's the thing. We're only going to have this one picture yep. of some fat guy. Is that a guy or girl? I can't even tell. I can't zoom in, but yeah, I can't tell. Let's see. It, it looks like a kind of like a little goatee. It could be a chick. I, yeah, don't know. I don't know. Doesn't matter. 
Um, Whoever does is getting arrested. <laughs> is this right now? I wonder. No, it's 15 uh, hours ago. Yeah. Shots fired in the House chamber. To all those Patriot channels in the fraudulent election, POTUS wants you to express your opinion peacefully. We are the law and order party. We are on the right side of law and history. That's a thing. I, oh, my God. Oh, what the fuck? So here's an interesting <laughs> photo. This is inside the fucking thing. This guy's got a fucking, some sort of pelt yeah. on his head. <laughs> his like face that. painted like whatever. There are all these camo-looking things. This guy looks like he'd be a fucking liberal for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> He's a Viking, bro. <laughs> I guess. Emergency alert message has been issued to mobile phones of people in D.C. Well, what's the emergency message? Mm-hmm. Uh, National Guard's getting called in. National Guard is being called to Capitol Hill to help support Capitol Police in dealing with violent protests, including reports of gunfire. They're in the chamber. One is up on the dais yelling, Trump won the election. That election. This is insane. Um, American patriots, Republicans, and conservatives have played Mr. Nice Guy for decades, Laura. With all due respect, what is your plan? That's a response to Laura Ingram saying, anyone who thinks this is going to grow the MAGA movement is delusional. It hurts the movement, the Trump legacy, and, of course, the country. National Guard directly on their way to the Capitol building now, police reportedly drawing their weapons on the House floor. It's probably fucking Capitol Police shooting. There's your emergency alert right there. Right here? Okay, here's the emergency. Oh, that's just the fucking thing. Mayor Bowser issues citywide curfew for D.C. for Wednesday, January 6th, starting at 6 p.m. until Thursday, January 7th at 6 a.m. Essential workers, including healthcare personnel and media, are exempt. Uh, Scroll down just a little bit. We have now received these. CBRN escape hood. It's this is for the. Oh, uh, that's that's probably the math they were talking about. Yeah, this is from that Lauren Bobert. Tear open packaging to remove red lid. Pull a red tab to remove hood and expand neck seal, lower hood overhead, and ensure a good seal position hood on head as shown. So this is like a gas mask hood type thing. Hmm. Uh, oh, that's not Lauren Bobert. I was thinking cause she's got the same kind of a picture. Uh, Capitol Police are handing out reporters barricaded inside hoods to wear in case chemical gas is used. So they're giving reporters these. Hmm. Um <clears throat> Arm standoff inside the U.S. Okay, so this is a picture of that. No, he's got a gun. This guy, right? Looks like a gun. That yeah. looks like a gun. No, uh, a guy in the second one. Two, two on the left have guns also. Yeah, they're pointing guns, yeah. Yeah. At the door. Yeah. So uh, the biggest winners of 2020 are Russia and China. You can see guns drawn by some kind of capital security here. Yeah, one, two, three. Can't tell if this guy's got a gun. I don't think so. This guy's mask is down. I'm offended. Yeah. So they've what? What did they? They've barricaded the door with something. The fuck is that? Shelf? I think it's the desk from the fucking the podium. One of the desks from up there. Wow. They must have pushed it all the way over there. Dude, that's weird. <laughs> They're shooting into the chamber. So those are senators or congressmen? Maybe that's what they're saying. These people here? Yeah. No, I would say these are like probably. I don't know. Um. 
you don't like what's happening to me, maybe you should go back four years, look in the mirror, and ask if it was a good idea to declare not my president, declare yourself the resistance, and boycott an inaugural. When one side violates norms, the other side will too. Ooh. Slammed. That's the former White House press secretary, Ari Fleischer. Um. <clears throat> okay. There's that interesting thing we talked about. Trump's in the White House, like. <laughs> uh, the military is the only way at this point. Do it, Q. Not Antifa. I have friends on the ground. The majority are patriots. Just taken in DC. That was three hours yeah. ago, though. Um, breaking. I am inside Nancy Pelosi's office with the thousands of revolutionaries who have stormed the building. To put into perspective how quickly staff evacuated, emails are still on the screen alongside a federal alert warning members of the current revolution. The current revolution. Ooh, well, I'd like to go get inside some of those fucking emails yeah, and no see what, uh, what's going on there. No shit. Who the fuck is Elijah Schaefer? Host of Slightly on Blaze TV. What? This dude's just fucking sitting at Pelosi's in her office <laughs> looking at her shit. I would be grabbing everything yeah, off dude. those computers because you know there's some hokey shit on that. Yeah, those fucking drives. A federal offense, though. <clears throat> Man, if you're a whistleblower. Well, I just received a call from inside the Capitol building, and it wasn't a congressman. So? What the, What are they referring to, I guess? Uh, CNN reporting is simply unbelievable. It's comical. Oh, it's a violent protest. Absurd these people are trying to start a war, and it's Trump's fault. Fake news. I might have changed the channel. I can't stand much longer, but I was curious how they would spin it. Uh, my thoughts on the video. Looks like a mosh pit. No way these people made it in. This is theater. I agree. Um, it's Antifa. This was their plan. Republicans aren't violent, but if we were, we'd be heard. Antifa boards said to dress as protesters and fight. We do have airtime. Antifa will be arrested and identified later, but for now, our protesters must yell, fight for Trump. I I guarantee you, anything that, these are, yeah, they are taking these fucking Antifa people, and they're dressing, because they, I did hear about this. They were saying we're going to fucking dress as Trump supporters, and we're going to go in, and we're going to fucking, you know, and they were warned that this would happen. I guarantee mm -hmm. you that's what's happening. Um, but see, your mainstream media is going to push the other, the, yeah. the other angle, that, that, uh, Trump supporters are being violent. Uh, so this is from Q. Red 1, POTUS Twitter removal. That hasn't happened yet. Red 2, Central Communications blackout, Continental U.S. This is coming. Red 3, uh, CLAS movement, Pelosi or Pence. Well, what did we just see in a previous thing? Mm-hmm. Red 4, Movement of Military Assets, 10th Mountain, 1st Marine, CPSD, Marine, QVIR, to central locations under guise of citizen riot control. Hmm. Red 5, National Military Com Sent. Red 6, Secretary of Defense Instruct 1, USSS, Castle Rock. Q. Oh, that was a nice little video of them breaking windows. 
None of these things are going to happen. None of your predictions will happen. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, man, where'd it go? Mm-hmm. I was just going to play it. What the hell is that? This here? That's... Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been equipped with escape hoods and we're being moved through the capital. That's from Representative Alex Mooney. Oh, he's got like a fucking coffee maker. <laughs> that's that hood. Oh, that's what the hood looks like. Okay. Yeah. That guy's. That's that guy. Gotcha. Alex Mooney. Did you lean on the ground? Oh, here's your <laughs> here's your video of the. Uh... They took a riot. They took a cop's uh, shield. All right, let's watch that video. <laughs> Now, just look at these group of... This is the same shit. Mm-hmm. If you put all these people in black, it's the exact same thing that Antifa's done. Yep. Watch all the videos of Antifa riding in all these fucking cities. It's the exact same thing. These aren't Trump supporters. I guarantee it. Yeah, no, I agree, too. Kill him. Hear me on kill him? Yeah. What Trump supporter does that, other than me saying kill yourself? Uh, National Guard deployed to the U.S. Capitol. Wow. Pentagon has denied the request to deploy National Guard to the U.S. Capitol. What? What the fuck is happening, Dave? The Pentagon has denied the request to deploy National Guard to the U.S. Capitol? What the fuck, dude? Well, who's in charge of the Pentagon? That guy that Trump just fucking appointed. Yeah, the Secretary of Defense, right? So... Look at that! Look at that feed go, <laughs> dude! You couldn't even read it. Jesus Christ! I think it's trying to catch up, though. Wow! Or or maybe not. Maybe there's just that. Yeah, now it's caught up. Oh, I was gonna say, holy Look shit! Look at that dude. one. That one's yeah. that's gonna catch us up to where oh, we're at. Okay. Um, that looks like a lot of black outfits there. Yeah. Uh, back to Twitter. Well, that's an interesting fucking thing. Um, there's a close-up picture of fucking douche. Queef nozzle. Yeah, oh, it is a, a dude. That's a dude. It kind of looks like E Rock. <laughs> no. <laughs> Eric's not a queef nozzle. No, but I'm just saying, the guy kind of looks like yeah. like a fat E Rock. Like if he gained like 200 more pounds and trimmed his beard a little bit, it does, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. If you, like if you trimmed his beard, added another human to him, <laughs> and put a fucking do rag on him with a black. That looks like Antifa. If you took out the face. Yeah. It looks like a fat Antifa. Yeah. All right, back to the top. Um, <clears throat> remember the seats they sit in you. Remember the seats they sit in you paid for. The pens they use to destroy our nation you paid for. Capitol building is yours, not theirs. Uh, Chuck Woolery. <laughs> From the uh, yeah, love connection. Love connection. U.S. Capitol descends into chaos on day of electoral college certification. Oh, yeah, Laura Ingram, right there. These vandals look like they could be straight out of Portland or Seattle. Yes, exactly. That's exactly where they're from, and they're fucking Antifa. They're not goddamn Trump supporters. Um, <laughs> come on, man. It's a mostly peaceful protest. What's the big deal? It's not like people are looting and burning stores or ripping down statues like BLM. Let them protest. Um. 
Lynn Wood. Propaganda media will falsely blame violence on real Donald Trump supporters and freedom-loving patriots. Do not be fooled. The violence will be actions of Antifa, BLM, and similar communist groups. Lock them all up. They had their lawlessness fun. Now rule of law takes over. Who the next one down? <laughs> Justin, protesters are now using a window-washing platform to get to higher floors in the U.S. Capitol. <laughs> Jesus. It would be funny if that thing just fell. Yeah. Uh, National Guard that were hastily ordered to the Capitol building have been told to hold their positions and resume original mission parameters. Reports coming out that the DOD have not approved the mission to the Capitol or denied their intervention. Dude, that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, which tells me, hang on, let's think about this tactically. If you have, if you're the Democrats and you have Antifa posing as Trump supporters, Take over the fucking Capitol. Mm-hmm. So then you have the mayor or whoever requesting um, the National Guard come in and help, taking them from what their original thing would be, whatever their original mission is. It takes them from that, which then allows maybe an opening for someone to go assassinate Trump. Because right. maybe their original mission is to protect the president. Mm-hmm. Think about this. Yeah. So the this is why the DOD would prevent them from leaving their original mission to go help. This this is supposed to be a diversion to mm-hmm. get them away from one, whatever they're protecting. So that could be a very tactical reason why they're not allowing them to go. Right. Because this is bullshit, and they know it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's all for fucking theater. Yeah. Think about this now. Does that not make sense? Yeah. This is why I wanted to do this live. I, want, I knew shit was going to be fucking crazy. Yeah, did, Didn't think it'd be this fucking nuts, but I knew it'd be fucking crazy. Uh, eyewitness reports that the first individuals who stormed the Capitol were dressed up and had knee pads. Well, I know a lot of Trump supporters that go to all the Trump rallies in knee pads. And no, shit. only Antifa dresses like that. I know. That, that was my sarcasm. Yeah, I know. I'm just, Let's hear this fucking guy talk. Yeah, I was thinking I'll let him talk here. Oops. <laughs> I'm watching guys around. Yo, everybody here is over 40 years old. A couple of young guys, they're sketchy. They got knee pads on, all this shit. I'm, I was a fighter. I'm, I'm sizing guys up and stuff. We're here for four or five hours. Suddenly a guy goes flying by us and falls down. He gets up. Somebody tripped him by accident. He gets up. He makes a run for the, for the gate. 30 seconds later, there was like 50 of them all storming the gate. I'm like, that's not a fucking coincidence. And somebody said, hey. It's on CNN. A minute later, it's on CNN. That's fucking sketchy. Then this other stuff was on. These guys went running there, and they all stormed the gate. They pushed and they pushed and they pushed them. Like we've all been peaceful protesters here all day, and suddenly these guys are all pushing forward, pushing forward. And like, what the fuck is that all about? <laughs> suddenly they're all running up the hill. We're all standing back, like, wow, it's great. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's not cool. Next thing you know, they're all running. And then I see other guys with black two coats, I mean, black jackets on. A yeah. couple of kids on bicycle going, come on, get in here, get in here. I'm like, I'm watching this. Well, that's what everybody does is they cover their faces. They always wear arm pads and knee pads. So you, you're saying you saw what you believe was provocateur. I do. I, I, I sincerely saw it. I've been here for four hours. I was with my Did the buddy. police arrest him or are they let him go? When we left that hotel, my buddy goes, should we take weapons? I go, no, we're not going to take weapons. And then I, later on, I walked up to my buddy goes, hey, did you take that weapon with you? Because I'm watching these fucking guys because I didn't take it with me. I was, I was like, all right, just, I'm just keeping an eye on the crowd. But these guys were sketchy and they were young. So, so what ended up happening? They all padded up. What ended up happening? What happened was, Alex, they, 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 they all got together. They, like, they got the call like, go, go, now's the time. And they all got together and they stormed the front right over there. That's because Trump was about to arrive. So right as Trump announced he was coming and right as he was about to get here, they did that so he wouldn't do it. Right. And it was on social media before they, like a minute before. No, no, no. Cuts off there. So, so Trump was going to go fucking say what's up. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, and that's the other thing. That's the other thing. Think about this. We've kind of, you said earlier about the, uh, the Capitol Police. How are they just going to, why wouldn't they have more police there ready stopping something like this? If it's a Democrat Antifa-sponsored theater, that's why the they're going to let them in. Yep. They're going to make it seem like they're getting crazy, but they're going to let them in. They're yep. being told to let these fuckers in and do a thing so we can make it look like it's Trump supporters. Yep. Because if if you and I were to show up, Dave, we wouldn't get past wherever they didn't want us to get past. Right, right. We wouldn't be in that fucking Pelosi's office. No. Which is interesting. Uh, protesters but, are now inside. Oh, what if that's another thing? Let's think about this. Because you made that say, it made me think. So if this fucking guy from Blaze TV just makes it into fucking Pelosi's office and sitting there while the emails are still pulled up, and then shit just gets deleted. Now, she can't say, or can't go on her that, well, my stuff all got deleted or whatever. Mm-hmm. Somebody snuck in here. Now we have a picture of this idiot sitting there taking a picture. All this stuff got stolen or deleted or whatever, and it's not on me. It's on these fucking Trump supporters mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And this gives them an out for any kind of bullshit that just gets you know washed, like how Hillary had her shit washed. You see what Kyle Becker said? Uh, the Senate may be going into session in an alter location shortly. This would be virtually unprecedented. Yeah, well, they do have... Uh, like, um, what are those continuity of government? Not continuity of government, like but like the, alternate the bunkers and shit. Yeah, yeah, when when there's like a situation. Mm-hmm. Well, you know they've all been ushered there. They're all underground right now. Mm-hmm. This would be interesting. This is why we have to. I don't know how if these feeds are going to come back up with those or not. But um, see, that's Trump supporters. All the ones standing outside doing nothing. That's a Trump supporter. I don't even think. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, dude. I, I don't want to. Uh... Huh. Is on Air Force One though? Yeah. Oh, going back to Q. Remember when they they said the Q shit? All this is like coming back. It's like all this Q shit's mm-hmm. coming real. When shit finally goes down, where would Trump be? On Air Force One flying. Yeah. And he's going to remain there. Is this where the 10 days start, Dave? 10 days of darkness? Mm. 10 days of darkness? Uh, Darncast? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Staged actors. Let's see if we got a... Oh, he's at White House. Sure, they have to move him. That was 40 minutes ago. I don't know. If, is Trump on Air Force One? Who knows? Um, see the antics of the pushing against the police is very reminiscent of Antifa and how they how this one here staged actors. It's one hundred percent that I guarantee it. Is this here David Knight from uh, who used to be on on Infowars? He got fired. I don't know if you knew that. I did. Is a false is a false flag being set up? Will Pence protect Trump? Did he protect you? Job. I think it's your job, maybe. Time to start thinking about underground churches and communities. Here's what to do. Oh, wow. He's he's saying, what's this? Is this live? 
That's 12 minutes ago. Hey, guys. You actually all did something I didn't realize was possible. I'm no, looking at the earlier. crowd here and the tens of thousands, probably 100,000 plus people here. And you did it all without burning down buildings? Yeah, definitely before. <laughs> you did it without ripping down churches? <laughs> without looting? I didn't know that that was possible. <laughs> According to the media, when you have a large gathering of peaceful protesters, they're supposed to burn it all down. See, guys, we can do it right, but the fact that you are all here on this rather cold January day tells me all I need to know. And it should be a message to all the Republicans who have not been willing to actually fight. The people who did nothing to stop this deal. This gathering should send a message you notice to them. Biden ain't this said shit all day. Their Republican you notice Kamala Harris anymore. hasn't stepped down from her Senate seat, yeah. too? This is <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, Biden's not going to say anything. He's sleeping. Yeah. This is the Republican Party that will put America first. This is the Republican Party. So does Junior Party run in 2024? for the American Maybe. worker. I'd say 24 or 28. I don't know what's going to happen because I would originally said if you could trust Pence, Pence is a shoe in for 2024, which would then take him eight years to 2032. Oh, eight years. Yeah, yeah. After that, I could see a, another Trump run. Not a Donald, but a Don Jr. or a. The only problem with Ivanka is Kushner. I don't trust Kushner personally. I just heard a lot of like questionable shit with him. Although they're crediting Kushner with all these peace deals in the Middle East, saying he's has been a major part of it, which is interesting because he's buddy buddy with all the fucking social medias. Right. And that's the part I don't like about Kushner. It seems like he's fucking up. Their ass, you know, um, Zuckerfuck and, and uh, um, Jack uh, Dorsey, whatever his name is. Yeah. Dorselfin, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Dorselfin. Do we want to keep watching Don no. Jr.? No. Uh, dude, I feel like. So I think at this point we've determined that all the breaches to Capitol Hill have all been. Um, it's all Antifa or. Uh, BLM or one of those. People in disguise. Mm hmm. Right? Um,. Let's read what Dinesh says here. It seems the Trumpsters are taking a page from the Democrats. The left refused to concede Trump's legitimacy, so these guys refused to concede Biden's. The left tried to win by force occupation what it could not win through the political process. So ditto now from the other side. Um, hmm. Let's see here. What do you think, Dave? Do we end this in the middle of fucking chaos and maybe come back well, for part two here? I'm just saying hit, my, my dog has to go Hit the home button pee. real quick. See, there's anything really new. Okay, Trump. Oh, where'd it go? Oh, Biden is expected to make a fucking Biden, statement. Joe Biden is expected to make a statement soon. At least one person shot inside the U.S. Capitol. Um, 
Hang on. Trump tweeted something and it disappeared. I'm asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful, no violence. Remember, we are the party of... Oh, we already read that. Yeah, he basically just well, retweeted it. Five minutes ago. Um, rioters have surged on the U.S. Senate floor. Here's a video. Yeah, they're really surging. Look at that. They're... <laughs> They're they're on break waiting for them to say action. Is that guy shot right there? Who you with? Hey, I'm with Getty. Those aren't rioters. I mean, I don't know who these people are, but looks like this guy's. Who you with? Hey, I'm with Getty. No, see, he just goes down there. He's just fucking with his jacket or something. Yeah. Um, the Capitol has not been breached since 1814. Joe Biden's expected to make a statement soon. Well, I can guarantee you what that statement's going to be. Do you have any guesses, Dave, about what he's going to say in that? Oh, he's going to. He's going to blame it all on Trump. Yeah. And his and he's incited this, guaranteed, right? Mm-hmm. Or did I step on what you were going to no, say? That's pretty much what I'm going to say. Any security, okay, this is Ivanka, American Patriots, any security breach or disrespect to our law enforcement is unacceptable. The violence must stop immediately. Please be peaceful. Um, now, I think I think the fact that Ivanka, Donald, they're all coming out and saying this shit is because they have to counter that narrative that the mainstream is pushing. They have to put those these statements out there so that the mainstream can't say, well, he didn't denounce that he's a racist, or he didn't denounce, or, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So they have to put that, that's, that's just for... Uh, so they can't say, well, see, Trump called for it. He's, they gotta show that they've, they've denounced any kind of violence towards this. So that the mainstream, when they go and say this shit, Trump can point back and say, no, I said not to you. Mm-hmm. Right here. You know what I mean? Right. Um, well, we can end it here. And- let's see. You'll never put the Patriot Genie back in the bottle. It's been unleashed and it all want, all it, and, and all it wants is for the Constitution to be upheld. Um, Trump loyalists would not do this. Trump loyalists storm U.S. Capitol. Tear gas deployed. Few arrests made. Police lose control. Barricades torn down. Buildings evacuated. Press move to basement. They storm the U.S. Capitol. Prisoners enter the Capitol. Oh, police, D.C. police shot a woman in the neck. Now taken out on a stretcher covered in blood. Okay, so they were the ones that fucking did the shooting. That's... Now we're going to find out the woman was fucking Antifa, too. What do you want to bet? Police officers are getting pepper sprayed back. Whoa. That's yeah. it. Dude, that is an Antifa move if I've ever fucking seen yeah. one. Yep. But that's the problem here, because you could say that Trump's murders are so pissed off they're willing to fight back now, but... Well, see, look at that cop fucking swung. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. <clears throat> Seven months of riot, Antifa couldn't break into a single federal building. One hour riot, and patrons are inside Nancy Pelosi's office. Yeah, that's a fucking setup and fake. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. They're doing something to those computers, too. They're wiping them clean, and they're going to blame it on Trump supporters. Because they would go in and wipe Nancy's fucking shit clean. What do you want to right, bet? Right. Over the next few days. Who's that? That Debbie Wasserman Schultz. 
work for fucking Hillary mm. or with the DNC and all that. Um, she had her laptop taken and shit were taken off of that. That, um, hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, let's see here. I don't know, dude. <laughs> when there's any big crowd, there will invariably be bad actors mixed in, but blame will be laid at feet of White House if Capitol not cleared quickly. Trump urges supporters at Capitol to remain peaceful. <laughs> uh, the shot heard around the world. <laughs> yeah. D.C. paramedic source tells me one person shot in capital CPR in progress. Uh, President Trump, there is an additional remedy. Joe and Hunter Biden should be arrested before January 20th for corruption and treason relating to their bribes received from China, the Ukraine, and Russia. Okay, I said let's do an audit. Let's not get carried away here. I don't want anyone hurt. We are pro protesting the violation of our laws. We are builders, not destroyers. BLM burns and loots. We build. If anyone on the ground reads this, is beyond the line. Come back. That's from uh, Paul Goser, who's the congressman from Arizona. Sports. I think we heard him talk. Yeah. He was the guy talking He's when... the bobblehead guy. Yeah. Um, which is true. I mean, it, this whole thing is set up to make it look like Trump supporters are bad. That's the whole point of this optic mm -hmm. operation right here. And it's all going to come out. What do you want to bet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaker Pelosi's office breached. Hmm. Not MAGA. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that's that's Antifa in disguise. Mm -hmm. This is why they hadn't done disguise up to this point because it would have, you know what I mean? Right. Um, Pelosi has requested National Guard troops to clear and secure the Capitol via request on the Capitol Police Board. But I guarantee you, like I said, why they're not doing that because mm -hmm. their whole point for that was to. It was a diversion tactic right. to get them away from something else. Because I bet you anything they were going to try and assassinate Trump. Probably. Or Biden. It may not even be against. Because what if, okay, here's the optics. You have the optics of Trump supporters breaking into the Capitol. So they send the National Guard, whatever their re thing is. And somehow through all this, Biden somehow gets killed. Because you know they already want him out. The whole point is to usher in Kamala. Right. And then now they can say, well, Trump supporters killed Biden, you know, and enrage, kind of like how they did with George Floyd. It'll enrage an entire section of the country. Right. Uh, I wouldn't even want to go so far as to say that it was to get rid of Trump. It, I could see them using it to get rid of Biden. What if when that motherfucker goes and starts speaking, somebody takes a shot at Biden? You know how you called, mm -hmm. watch there be shots fired soon? Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to call right now. I bet you somebody takes a shot at Biden. 
Depends on where he's speaking from. Yeah, that's true. If he's in his basement, it's kind of hard to take a shot at yeah. him. But if he goes out and is speaking publicly, um, there's blood everywhere, dude. Mm-hmm. The fuck's going on there? This is a two-hour thing. And that's it, that's the thing. It's hard to tell who's who. Yeah. Although you can tell by the movement of these um, certain people, it is very Antifa esque mm-hmm. and BLM esque. And I can't wait for those um, those documents to come out through internal Antifa shit, right? Saying. On the sixth, we're going to dress as Trump supporters. Yeah. We're going to go and we're going to, and we're going to, you know, whatever. We're going to storm the Capitol mm-hmm. and make it seem like we're it's Trump supporters doing yeah. it. Yeah. Let's end it here. Let it refresh, and we can uh, come back. I want to read this here from the Andy. No, the dis- disparate responses to those currently breaking inside the Capitol building versus those who tried to burn down the federal building grounds in Portland for months tells you what you need to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I guess we'll we'll stop this episode here, like you said, and we'll come back for part two or something. I don't know.
please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Where can I buy a director's chair? Amazon. Where can I buy Welcome Back, Cotter on DVD? Amazon. Where can I buy that Humping Animals adult coloring book with a dog fucking a chicken on the back? Amazon. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Buy an oven mitt. So there I am in my car, listening to shitty music. And I ask myself the tough questions. Why am I listening to the same song over and over again when I could be listening to the D2R Podcast Network? And is it true that he who smelt it dealt? And why the fuck did the chicken cross the road? And what the hell is on Joey's head? Hey, I wonder if Yoko Ono saw yesterday, today. I wonder if tomorrow was yesterday. Rockford reference. The D2R Podcast Network. Live for today. Or yesterday.